everybody. Hello there. It is the morning sickness here. It's Wednesday. It's 545. It is uh, the morning sickness. My name's John Brady, Eric Toledo. <laughs> the dogs. Great season. But whoops. Not that you don't like to get bitch slapped on your way out your own door, do you? That At home, awful. yeah. Oh, that's awful. Poor guys. That had to hurt. And Detroit, I just reading something about them. They've won 21 game sevens in their uh, playoff existence. That's amazing. They just get to game seven and throw those uniforms on. You're done. Yeah, you're they, done. They, they turn into some kind of superheroes yeah. or something. I mean, they've lost a few, too. But for the most part, it's like, yeah, don't put us in a game seven. You don't want to see this, this logo come in your direction in a game seven. Especially if you're a team that's just happy to be there. Yeah. And I don't know that the Coyote players feel that. They weren't just happy to be there. They wanted to move on. But They're man. missing the donor. It's just, it, they were missing a lot. I don't think Doan's going to come up with a five extra last night. But that was just one of those things where it was just, ah, we're going to stay in your offensive zone all night organization, and we're going to pepper your goaltender. And that's pretty much what happened. And stop blaming the refs, Coyote fans. Oh, you can't blame it. They started saying it was a tough thing. There was a couple of questionable moments. But sure. 6-1 doesn't, no. You can't sit back and say, well, if we'd have gotten that call, Red we'd have... wings are cheaters. Sure, they're cheaters. We knew that going in. But you've got to cheat equal or better than they do yeah. in order to beat them. And, uh, man, they just pulled out all the stops last night. Even Tippett at the end of the thing was saying, they just took it to a gear we don't have. They just they dropped it down into overdrive, and we're watching them skate all over us. Pretty much what and happened. It looked that way, too. It looked that way. After the first period, which the first period, I thought, wow, lucky to be out of this one. Not 3-0. It was oh, yeah. zeros, and I was like, Detroit should have been killing them in the first period. Second period, they rattle off four goals. You're like, this could get sloppy. Now you got that one moment, like you said, Brady. It was 2-1. to one. You're like, all right, settle in. Still a lot of time left. You just settle in, maybe ice this thing out a little bit, you know, calm it down. And then it just got more hectic, and it was bing, bing. Everything was going in. Yep. It's like basketball. But uh, a nice season. I still say, and I'll, you know, Coyote fans, because it's, it hurts especially right now, that was more detrimental than any other playoff loss this, this franchise has had. That, this team needed to win that game last night in order to, to have this season have momentum and mean anything to anybody other than the Coyote fans who have been there anyway. You've got to get over the hump. In order to get have something to, something to build on, yeah. something to move forward with, because the people that joined in, late in the season and started buying tickets and filling that arena and being Coyote fans would have stuck around. Uh, I think it would have, you're gonna, you lost a lot of people last night. Not because of last night's game, just because they'll forget. And it didn't. they never got that payoff. You know, it's good to have a great regular season, but when you get the bandwagon fans, you're trying to build the fan base. Right, because now people are just going to say, well, you know, before they buy tickets next year, yep. they'll just lose in the first round again. If they I'll just wait. Playoffs. I'll wait. <laughs> yeah. There's no payoff. There's no, you know, you can't invest anything when there's no payoff. Sure, you had a great uh, regular season. That doesn't bring you joy. You get into the playoffs, you have some great games, but losing the series doesn't bring a payoff. I think last night, more than ever, this franchise needed a payoff in order to, to really get forward momentum. I think they got a lot of momentum, but I think it's uh, they really have to do something in this offseason. Well, the payoff real. might be the whole... Reinsdorf entourage coming in and uh, getting involved in the, uh, you know, See, kind I, of relaunching it. I agree, but I think that just excites the people who are already super fans. The small group of people that have been with the Coyotes the whole time, the diehards. I don't think the fringe fans want to hear about the business dealings. 
I, I, I think it'll excite some people. It'll be like, oh, good, they're going to stay. That was fun. You needed a payoff last night. Beating the Red Wings in Game 7. Wow, man. Volumes. It would have just been huge. And then they could have gone out and gotten blown out four games that wouldn't have mattered. They still they did something no other team in the city's done. And the Coyotes have never won a first-round playoff. And last night they just got drubbed. And so you got those fans who didn't, you know, bleed with the team all year. I'm one of them. But I'm, you know, didn't bleed with the team all year. So then, you know, when they lose, it's like, oh, well. I didn't really invest much time or effort into this, so it doesn't really matter. Boy, you would have had a different story if they'd have won last night. It's depressing because watching those boy watching, I think it was a coin they interviewed after the thing. I thought he was going to punch Todd Walls. Yeah. So I don't even know what to say. Why? Because he couldn't hear him? No. Yo, look, because Todd Walsh is so quiet. Yeah, just tell me something now. I just want to ask you one more question if it's possible. No, they was talking to him and he's just sitting there. He's got his head down. Tell me how you feel right now. Just looks at him like, what do you think? I'm elated. Couldn't but, be happier, eh? Yeah, it was just a tough night, eh? I mean, they really took it to us, eh? Detroit <laughs> is a quality organization and I feel pretty awful, eh? But yeah, it was it was a good a good season, but uh, I'm disappointed. I think the Coyote players would tell you the same thing. That was kind of a franchise. Uh, it's a real. It could have been a real cornerstone in the in the transition. Then people would have given a crap about the Reinstorf thing. Now it's just going to be annoying money news all summer long. About got had to capture that fan base last night. But you got a lot of people like me back into hockey. I started paying attention to hockey. And I don't know if it was the Olympics that really kind of sparked me more so because I liked watching that Olympic hockey. And then I started to pay attention a little more. I think the Coyotes being good this year helped. If they'd have sucked still, I think I wouldn't have cared. But The Olympics definitely helped, I yeah. think. And what's funny about that is that the NHL still debating on whether they're going to send players. to. The, it's like, how can you even think after about this that? this last one? I yeah. mean, I've always said it was wrong to send pros. But after this last thing it was all-star games that had meaning and they were amazing fun to watch that was a blast it was that canada usa game but if the coyotes would have sucked i probably wouldn't have jumped right back in right but i did you know and it was one of those things where it's like you know what they're good and it was fun to watch and i started going yeah maybe i'll start liking hockey again that it's time for me to get past the strike which i'm still really not i think the thing about strike that pissed me off the most was the next season when they had that on the ice thanks for your support fans Oh, no problem. You bet, guys. Thanks for canceling an entire season on us. Oh, you know, we do what we can. But we painted a thank you on the ice, so that should be enough for you. I, I, I think hockey, I mean, not being a huge fan in the past, but the thing that's more appealing to hockey to me is it's better watching it live than it is oh, on yeah. TV, and that'll never change, whereas the other sports sometimes... It's the opposite. It, yep. Yeah, hockey's a great game to go to. And when you're into it and you're, you have a team and you're watching, the TV games are a blast. But it is better to be there. It's a lot more fun. There's to something, there. something to be said, too, for like a loud arena and yep. every seat full. Yep. Because, you know, watching hockey during a regular season, especially early in the season with the Coyotes, and you look at that stadium. It's like 5,000 people. It's, it's like, like dead. Yep. And it feels dead sometimes. But I hope, I hope that they've done something here to, to grab people. I hope I'm wrong, but I think that loss is detrimental to next year's kickoff. They have to do basically what I'm saying is they have to do this all over again, exactly the same way, to get the same passion back. Right. You know, because there's going to be people up in December, January, February. They're not going to pay attention until they're sure this team's doing something special. That's, Mike, a, that's a cool thing about football is like 
games sell out. Like you, yes. every well, game, it's you know, once a full. week. Yeah. And the once a week thing's big. And you get the once a week deal going. You don't overkill it. You know, if you miss the game against the Blue Jackets, you can see the Thrashers the next day. Right. All right. I'm not going to either. But man, it was all roughy. We're getting just pounded in this this news thing. Every time I turn the TV on Arizona, so we are the biggest rednecks in the world. Don't you wish someone would stand up and say, please stop calling everyone in this state a redneck or a crazy bean-smearing Mexican? <laughs> what in the world? The Nazi be- I, I gotta Whoever came up with that idea with the bean-smearing swastikas, totally out of line, but hilarious. Because it's offensive to both sides, really. I don't know who exactly. did that. It offends the Nazis you're accusing of being Nazis, and it offends the Mexicans because you've used beans. I find it hilarious. But I think most of the state thinks that's funny, but we've been boycotted by just about everyone. And then uh, yesterday, last night on the news I'm watching, and, uh, you know, we got the heavy hitters coming into town as Phil Gordon got to meet with Shakira. Oh, wow. (laughs) Did you see that? I saw that on the news last night. Shakira came in to talk to Phil Gordon. It's a circus. I know. It is a circus. An absolute. It's going to last about, I don't know, three more days, and then uh, something's going to happen in national news. What I said before was this was just an effort to wave giant red flags at the federal government, and Jan Brewer said yesterday, think we got their attention? I think we did. I'm like, oh. That's what it's about. You did this this for that. I mean, at least hearing in the... Reading more about how the laws and that, you know, basically they're following up the federal. It's nothing new. Law uh, now applying it to the state. So instead of handing over an illegal to the uh, ICE, they can they arrest can him directly. There's there's plenty of it that's just the same old stuff. But it does. I mean, they've they've. Hey, kudos to the opposition of this bill because they have absolutely made it. They've made this state look. Like a bunch of backwards hillbillies. And they did it with the Martin Luther King thing years ago. The, the details of that were so ridiculous. It got, it was, a, it was a mess. And they had to stop it and start it over again because it got pushed through. There was no vote. There was nothing about it. They, they, they were, federal funding was, or uh, state funding was involved in this thing that people were like, wait a minute, we're going to pay for you guys to have another day off and just you. So it got rescinded. And because the governor, who was at the time a bit of a jackass, Evan Meekum, basically said we're going to have to turn this around this got pushed through illegally it was an unconstitutional way of doing things and it was just glad handing trying to make people come to the state but what he did was spark this whole exact same thing i mean it's the exact same thing we were getting made fun of then and and this is ridiculous and it's funny the stuff i'm seeing the stuff i'm seeing is hilarious the daily show and colbert report have been hilarious (laughs) but the bean-smearing Nazi swastikas, I mean, that is, that is, that's the whole, to me, that's the image of this entire deal. <laughs> you took beans. Uh-oh, we've got beans in a Mexican argument. This is going to be offensive to the Mexicans. And then you smear swastikas. Somehow you've taken, you've managed to offend Jews, the politicians, the Mexicans. The only people who are down there protesting that haven't been hit yet are the Koreans. And they were there again yesterday. They're really worried about getting sent home. I don't. Even, I think if they just laid low, no one would even have known they were here. But I don't want to get pulled over for no reason. I don't think you had to worry about that, Doc. I think you'll be fine. <laughs> just kick back and the be quiet. Are okay. I think the jeans are cool, man. I think you guys. I don't even think. Yeah. I, Make sure your uh, tail light's not broken. I have broke tail lights. You get pulled over, and I'm going to sue the state if they don't ask me for my documentation. 
That's the best You're thing about this. Him, aren't you? The best thing about this deal, and that's where we do look stupid. If you get pulled over, Eric, if you get pulled over, Toledo, and they don't ask you for your immigration papers, you can sue the state. No, I heard that. Yeah. Which John uh, Stewart so called what, police neutrality. <laughs> police neutrality. You at, forgot to ask me a question. At what point do you bring that up? Do you wait until he gets back into his car and speeds away, and you're like, "Aha!" Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, it's the, it's a driver's license. Well, no, no, you don't no have to there's carry immigration your, uh, papers. Your uh, passport with you. you uh, there's immigration paperwork if you've got it. I don't have it. I don't know a lot of. I, nobody's got it. I'm a legal citizen, so it's easy for yeah, me to get. You yeah. provide your driver's license, right? But if you've if you've immigrated to the country, evidently, and you're in the process or whatever, you have to have your paperwork for. I don't know how it works, but I know if they don't ask you, me. That would suck I if you're, so like, in, in the middle of that process and you don't have something on you. Yeah. Well, you got to carry your briefcase it's with It's like you're thing. traveling in Europe for us. I mean, I'm not going anywhere without, without my, my passport. Right. You know, I'm going to carry that around because that's the worst thing you think about. Oh, if I lose my passport, what a pain in the butt. It. You're never getting out of there. Yeah. But we look stupid. And it's, yeah, I guarantee you, because everybody in politis- politics is stupid, this leads right to the amnesty thing. The door opens on the other side, and the other the other side of crazies will just go, okay, fine. Everybody's in. Then the flood. I don't know. I say, and I saw this great bumper sticker, homemade bumper sticker yesterday, and I couldn't agree with it more. It, he, this guy put it all over the back of his truck, and it, for some reason, registered right away. Hopefully this is what he meant, or he's, he's got an issue in his backyard maybe, but it said, drain the swamps. 2010-2012. And I thought, that says it all to me. He's right. This, the cesspool that we've got out there, these idiots that think they're doing something right, drain it. Everybody's out. Both of them. Get rid of everybody. Well, it's easy to say, but... I know, but maybe he was much from Here's the problem. Yeah, here's the problem. The guys, the, who want, the guys who want their jobs aren't different. So you can drain the swamp all day. But that's why you got to vote the craziest one in. That one you don't recognize that has like an L or an X next to his name instead of an R or a D? What's the X party? I'm an X man. I'm putting you in, dude. I don't care. It can't be worse than the lawyer. A guy who thinks he's an X man, a guy who thinks he's a superhero, there's no difference. But yeah, drain the swamp 2010 2012. The guy took the time to put it on the back of his car. And those letters you buy, individual letters, made it look beautiful. That's fantastic. Now, hopefully that's what he meant. Otherwise, he's got... Could have been from Florida. Or... Yeah, every two years his uh, septic tank backs up. Just as a reminder in the back of his truck. Oh, this is the year i got to drain my backyard. Get rid of that thing. Uh, it's 6 o'clock in the morning sickness. I want to see your papers, and then I want a wake-up song. 260-9800. Let's get it together. A good, fat wake-up song to start our day. It's 98KUPD. Wake up! What the hell? Are you sleeping on me? Well, are you? You slimy walrus-looking piece of crap! Get up now, maggot! I'm gonna rip your balls off so you can't contaminate the rest of my world! Eric's Meemaw moves faster than you! Now move it, people! Move it, move it, move it! The alarm, it rages on. 6.08 in the morning sickness, and, uh, yeah, it's, everybody's just now commenting. Everybody's feeling it. The city got behind the coyotes. Man, stinks reading all these emails and all this stuff, and people are into it, and that... I think that loss was more detrimental. They've got to prove themselves all over. Got sleep emailed me and said, give props to the true Coyote fan who stayed at the end of the game to cheer at their team even though they lost and lost badly. 
Uh, I don't know if they mic'd the crowd to be louder, but I don't remember that crowd being as loud as it was last night after the game, after the handshakes with Detroit, shouting out, let's go Coyotes. Uh, and I was at three out of the four games that were here. The team thanked them with their sticks high in the air after the Detroit uh, players shook their hands. And uh, among a few friends and stuff, you saw some people crying. Sportsmanship knew, knew no higher place. Then they go on to the Fairweather fans. See, this is the thing. You got to be. You can't be too mad at them. To the Fairweather fans who couldn't be bothered, just stay the hell away. That team deserved better than what they got from you, and you let them down. They didn't play their best hockey, but they played their asses off the whole season, achieving far more than the sum of the parts. A downtrodden team with no idea on the future, where people who generally, genuinely loved hockey waived trade clauses to come back, and you walk out just because it was a loss. You left early. I agree with that. How do you leave that game early? I understand with leaving, getting beaten traffic, whatever, during it, but it's the seventh game. The team just put their asses on the line. You, you tip your cap. You tip your cap at the end of that game. I'm a big believer that. It's easier to leave at home. What? When you're watching it. Oh, yeah, you just turn I mean, it. And it got the point. You know, <laughs> I had to. I didn't turn it. I, I liked watching it. I didn't catch, you know, I had to leave for a little while, too, which stunk, but. I watched the very ending. I thought it was awesome. At the end, it was, you know, it was worth it. The payoff at the end of the people who stuck around to cheer the team on in the ice and give them a thank you. It's pretty neat. Uh, but Sleepy said, I, I know this would have been a massive win for the Coyotes, but I have a feeling this won't be their last opportunity to impress you in this decade. It's probably true. Then I got this email. I looked up the Brady Gaga on the website, and oh my God, Brady, you went on stage like that? Just for the guts alone. And I don't know if that means physically or just the... Uh, the, both. the balls you showed. It's both. I'm going to buy some sauce just on that alone. Anybody does that must be hard up for cash. The sauce must not be moving. <laughs> just send Kirby to a community college, man. I think you're aiming too high. I pulled up the pics and tasted my dinner the minute I saw you. Uh, but all in all, you get love because you do it for the fans, and that's why we love you. But Brady, you don't have to love us that much anymore. <laughs> Ever. And I mean really. Uh, by the way, love the Bears. Eric, that makes Go you Bears. the man. Toledo, you're a fag. Number one black fan out. I don't know. Called you a fag. Brady people Toledo are left the room on that. Still watching the. It was uh, a desperate move. To sell that sauce. Yeah. It was. Trying to appeal to a whole new barbecuing crowd the transvestite barbecuers. <laughs> then I got this one. This is a good you one. You know, it's paid off Ricky uh, Martin this year. Get twenty. That's million. true. That's right. The second you announce your gayness or show your gayness, for God's sakes, you're going to sell some. You're going to sell some sauce. And here's the other side. Here's the reason why uh, we're going to get the redneck tag. And I don't. You know, you can agree with them or whatever. But the anger in this email is why we're we're national news. I'm glad the cops can do their jobs now. Now, right there, I'm like, you know what? I'm with you on that. One. F the illegals. If you notice something about Mexicans in this state, almost all the illegals. Uh, put where they're from on their car windows. If you love it there so effing much, then go home. Somebody needs to find out uh, who the biggest Mexican band is and say they're holding a free concert, and once they're all in the same area, you lock them up and send them home. Oh, yeah. That's good. Play some Hailstorm. And he likes a chick band? Yeah, and he likes them. Which is fine. He can like no. what he wants. But you get into that thing where it's like, round them up, send them home, and then you get that Nazi tag again. We'll do it at the train station. Won't bring up any bad memories, and and you can't lump them all into that category. Exactly. They all put the, uh, you Look, know, where they're from on their car. I, it's the same thing. He's got Ohio on his. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I got a Steelers thing around my license plate. Uh, it's the same thing as when you say the whole state's gone bonkers. 
it's not fair to say every illegal alien is a criminal mess. Granted, we have a problem. And I'm all for doing something. The one thing I will say about this, and I give the props to the to the government here locally for it, is they, they did something. It was the wrong thing, but they warned them over and over. They kept calling and calling, saying, we want help, we want help, we're going to do something dumb. Basically, Dan Brewer's been saying it, if you've been paying attention, we're going to do it on our own. And it probably won't be something you like. And then they did it. They followed through, which is rare. Now, usually they always follow through with something stupid. And it's not exactly the most well-thought-out plan. And, and if but you look at something. it from their point of view, too, I mean, a lot of them are just trying to get better lives for their families. Yeah. You're going to have the the, the criminal criminals are going to come through, too, but then you got some that are just trying to make a better life. you got the if crooked If you were ones. down there in the same situation, you'd run. You might do the same damn thing. You'd run. But, but on the flip side, if you were down there in the same situation... You'd, you'd maybe think, all right, I want to do this right. You got it. Yeah, that's the thing. But, you know, you know and that's another thing we have to look at. It takes so damn long for, for the process to go, and it gets so expensive. But the only thing that the problem that I have is every other country in the world has to go through a process. Right. But not to this extent. Because the process here is pretty. Well, no, pretty no, no. I'm talking, about, I'm talking about the process to become an American citizen. Right. If you want to come here from Ireland and become a citizen, you have to go through the process. It's hard to sneak in. And the, the same prox- on the reverse. If the, you want to go to Ireland, you've got to go right. through their process. But the proximity of Mexico to right. the United States makes it so that process can be skirted Convenient. Real fast. Very convenient. There's no process. So you can skip that fee. So, you know, I don't if have... you don't a, have any money to begin with... Exactly. How are so, you going to... And that's our issue. ...towards the, the got, process. Got a country of people who don't have the dough and happen to have a porous border. Oops. I mean, you're, you're, that's begging for the problem. So, But I give them credit. They tried something. And I'm, I don't buy into this crap that it's, you know, the cops are now just going to find guys mowing grass and, and ask him for pay. It's not the way it is. They're, they're, they've they've painted, got higher priorities. They've painted this thing so ugly. And I understand if you're getting harassed all the time, you know, that's abuse. That's different. But come on. If you're really worried about getting deported because you're out mowing the grass and you don't feel like you've got proper documentation... You're making a mountain out of a molehill. For the most part, if you're um, still here illegally, and you you're, just live your life, uh, you know, uh, under the radar where you're working and you know, you're not doing stupid stuff, you can still exist. You'll get away with this. it forever. Yeah. yeah. Doesn't make it right. No. Yeah. No, I just thought it's, it's a disaster. But the emails, man, people are all fired up. And you get into that whole thing where you want to... And that's where this stuff gets dangerous. As you, you start going, all oh, Mexicans need to be rounded up. It's like, come on. And the, that's why the, the wording just too, is too is uh, you have a couple of kids. Like you came up from Mexico 10, 15 years ago, five years, whatever. And you have a couple of kids here in the States. Those kids are technically citizens. Because you're born in... That doesn't make it right either. That's our, that's our fault. So now you can't take the parents away. Sure you can. And that's, well, that's what makes it tough. I yeah. mean, they're saying, hey, you're... But it makes it tough because you want to play the PC card. Yep. If you're illegal, you got to go home. And there's probably a factor. If some of the people know how that system works. Yeah. The anchor baby. Yeah, and, I'm all, and I totally agree. If you're an illegal and you're caught, you go home. If you make it back over again, that's our fault. But we're going to keep putting you back. I don't care if you've got anchor babies. I don't care. Because you did that to stay and make it so we're now a political nightmare. If we took you away from your kids, how dare we do Hey, you're the one who broke the law first. And I don't care if you're Korean. I don't care if you're Canadian. If 
you're here and you're doing it wrong, we're sending you home. But yeah, we I mean there's no there's no looking good through this. The only thing that fixes this is the exact opposite. And that's what we're going to do now. I guarantee you, we kowtow back to the other side to make us look good. So we don't lose business. It all comes back to the money. Mm-hmm. It'll all come back to the cash. Once these places, and they know it, that's why they're canceling all of our stuff and they're boycotting Arizona. Second, they pull back on that thing and they say, how about if we do this? Will you come do our convention center now? Absolutely. And well, you'll look, start seeing all this other stuff the, uh, the other way. The companies that uh, they blew the whistle on for hiring illegals, they really have gotten a slap on the wrist. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Shut them down. But they're not. I mean, they have that law enacted, but it comes down to the uh, money. Yeah. It, 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 basically, it all comes down to cash and people's uh, fake racist comments, and they want to make it a bigger deal. And you play the race card every time, you're going to win. So if I, was, if I was on the other side of it, I'd play it too. You don't lose that battle. You can't lose that battle because, be, you know, you're automatically, the second you're against it, I'm painted as a racist. If I say, wait a minute, I kind of see some good in this bill. Racist. Right. Okay. Well, that's the crux of this thing. Now we've black and whited it. But that's Pardon a, the pun. A bunch of the other local media has pointed out it's the nearly the exact same language as the federal same. law. Yeah. So. A- except for a couple of additions. It's suing. It's gone silly. Yeah. It's gone silly. And it's gone race related. And now my emails will all be that. One side will scream, you're a racist for saying you agree. And one side will scream, F the Mexicans. It's like, see, yeah. you've, you've done exactly what you wanted to do. You've, you've pitted two sides, and now you'll get your way. It's the old government trick. Paint it black and white. I'm just going to stay home and watch Everybody Loves Raymond. That's what I want to do, Eric. I want to, That's why you, you, everybody always says, you never leave the house anyway. There's a reason. You go out there. You go out there. There's, everybody hates each other. In my house, I got five dogs love me unconditionally. And Megan, who 85% of the time loves me unconditionally with some conditions. Conditionally, she loves me unconditionally. So for the most part, the best place in the world is inside my house to me. I go outside, I got that wacky neighbor who's always on the phone and wants to chat. I don't want him, he's a male rapist. (laughs) I go to the store, I got to wait in line behind some jackass who's been mad about nothing. Delivery in my front door. Man, if I could just put some sort of a pass-through window where my door is (laughs) and I never have to leave ever. Dreams can come true. I'm building the bunker. You saw what happened. Like, you saw kick ass. You yep. put that superhero outfit on, you get out there, you're going to get stabbed. Yep. You're going to get stabbed immediately. <laughs> people don't like people who are nice and helpful. They don't. You're up to something. The world has taught you that. If you go up to an old lady and go, Can I help you with that? What do you want? <laughs> Sorry, you're right. The world is awful to you, isn't it? Get away from me, you pervert. Some, Are you going to put your wiener in me? No. I found it that bad. Of course not. You look at rosy things. Well, but uh, being helpful has... And you live, I've, I've seen plenty of people be helpful. You live helpful. in Gilbert. It's magical. There are helpful there. moments, Brady. But there's sure. also those... There's more people that will, you will avoid the awkward. than you realize. But there's... Move down to South Phoenix for a while, <laughs> yeah, Brady. Go help somewhere where everybody isn't lily white. <laughs> go help there. Go over Go over to the Walgreens by my house where a guy goes, Hey, mother, I want you to give me a dollar right now. And I'm like, I'm just trying to get some gas. You give me a dollar. Okay, here. And there's a problem. <laughs> There's where we're getting the redneck side of it. Because immediately, if you go down to South Phoenix, you're going to get mugged. Brady, That's you go down to South Phoenix fact. and you start as you, and you start you going, excuse your, me. Yeah. Start helping everybody. But Would you find gentlemen enjoy my job. company? I, I know you don't. Because I mean, you're smart. Just, 
You're being ignorant, both of you. You live in Pleasantville, You live in Pleasantville. You live in Negativeville. Oh, no. This is negative. I live in reality. South Phoenix is completely crooked. When I was at the Applebee's and they had three police officers at the Applebee's just to keep it calm, I realized I might not be in the right part of town. I'm not saying. It's a bad night. Did I say anything about which particular races were in there? No. Right. Because there was a lot of crazy white. The problem was there was a mix of an awful lot going on in there. Correct. It's the people. That's what I'm it's saying. It's the area of town, though. I mean, you, you have that. Yeah, you, you have, have that areas vibe. of town. Absolutely, there's some bad areas of town. Absolutely. Every there's, city, there's, Phoenix, yeah, and those Chicago, are the ones that New we're York. saying. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. You, you don't necessarily wander up to just anybody in a bad area of town. Sure, Gilbert. I'll go up and down your road, and I'll mow people's grass. And, hey, look, I'm masturbating in the road. This is fun. We'll all do it. It's nice. Arcadia's the same way. But there's, you know, bad things that happen in Gilbert, too. There are bad things that happen in Gilbert, but your chances are less. The percentage of, like, if I, I, literally, I go down the road, and you start keeping your head down from where I live. There's right. some, there's certain little areas. There's Three little, miles south, it Little changes. trailer park. That gets down about McDowell area. That you're just like, all right, I'm not going into this Del Taco. It's eleven o'clock. Let's let's I'm do an experiment. Inside. Let's drop Brady off in some uh, good parts well, of L.A. Exactly. In his Escalade. There were parts of L.A. You're not with well, a Coliseum. There are signs see, up. I'm, I'm Get out of here when it's dark. Naive to it, Eric. But well, what you I'm just saying you is, just came down on us. Yeah, you're called me ignorant. You Phoenix. said we were ignorant. The South. I don't. You are because the South Phoenix is not like parts of. Um, L.A. There's there's certain areas, but I'm not going to go down there, um, you know, flashing around an Escalade saying, "Hey, can I help you?" you That's why you just this. said we but you were have an do. Escalade. You would be actually flashing your Escalade. Look I'm, out now! I've lost the Escalade. I know. Well, would you take the Escalade to South Phoenix and give people help? Sure, Brady. You just said you wouldn't go to those parts what, of town what, in the Escalade. Like, what kind of help you talking I don't know. about? Just like drive around. Just hang out there for like see a week. If, you see know? if a pack of guys on the corner need a ride. But I've never done that before. I well, know. But, well, and there's a reason why. Well, but to his defense, there's no reason to be to be there, Escalade or otherwise. There's yeah. no. I mean, why? why? Someone because you'll get I mean, stabbed. No, because I mean, why is there? You have to have reason to be there. And if you've got the Escalade right. to drive, then I'll you're going to be there. I have no issues with the car. I'm just saying. The whole the whole crux of this conversation was. It's better to just stay in your house and not help and not bother anybody because, like in kick-ass, you go up and you try to help and you, get, you end up with a knife in your belly. And that's the thing. You just don't know. <laughs> You're believing into the movie now. No, I'm believing in real that. life. I'm believing into the fact that the L.A. Coliseum at night had signs that say, get out of here. Get out of here after 11 o'clock. There's no reason for you to be on the Just street. like in that movie, if you, if you sit there and you see four gangsters beating up some guy, are, are you going to intervene in this? Yeah. Are you going to step in and be a and good that's Samaritan? The, that's the thing. And that's no, the, you're going to call 911 or try to help out in that. Then. Well, all right, this guy's getting pounded. Shorters. Cops aren't around. If yeah. you don't save him, he'll probably die. Yeah. Yeah, there's probably a shot. I mean, uh, if I don't have the uh, capacity to go in there and dive in, and, you know, it depends on the situation. I'd have to uh, uh, assess, assess it at the, the time. Situation. Yeah. yeah. But what I'm saying is there's certain areas of town you don't go into. Because you don't and want I don't to be either. put in that yeah, situation. I'm, I'm, I, that's what my realism is. It's not negativity. It's just I'm not going down in the. If it's two in the morning, I'm not going to go tooling around downtown exactly. area. And to be anywhere, honest, really, I, I'm not going to go anywhere near any of these demonstrations and all this crap. And, and everybody, oh, yeah. uh, no. nope, no way, I'm going near that crap. Once that gets out of control, and yeah, you, you, you're going to get something 
upside your head. Awful. Awful's going to happen. And there's plenty of them that there hasn't been anything going on. Sure. You know, obviously, like the baseball game yesterday. But that's the key. Tensions are building. Yeah, right. It's smarter sure. to stay yeah, away from exactly. that crap. All it's it not, takes is a spark. Right now, it's just basically... All it's waiting for is that Crispus Attucks moment where the the red coat pulls the trigger and it's like, wait a minute, you just shot an unarmed guy. Yep, and boom, the whole thing explodes. But more power to you, Brady. You want to go down there? And, yeah, uh, I, I be hope nice that, to yeah. everybody. And but yeah, I've been helpful. I'm not saying I'm 100 hey, against start, it. It's got to start somewhere because if nobody's helping anybody, then what do you have? You can help, but what help has become is put your money in the boot. You know, send or text 1010 to Haiti. Ten bucks automatic. That's what helps become because people are afraid to help anymore. Because why? Lawyers again. Well, it comes back both. to you're going to get sued every time you do anything. I don't. I, I would help people on the side of a road. Well, lawyers' intentions, like we just said, you know, you're not going to yeah. put yourself in a tense situation. Nope. There's a good Samaritan rule and all that. Mm-hmm. But you know, and I've the two times I have pulled help people. The two times in my life I've helped people. The guy had a load of cocaine. He kept offering me. In the back of the car. Hey, man, you want some blow? You want some blow? I'll help you out. You want some? No, 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 no. So I ended up leaving him at the 7-Eleven where I was going to take him for gas and then drive him back to his car. I don't want this guy with coke in my car. I get pulled over. He's like, oh, no, it's his. I'm, next thing you know, I'm I'm a mess. So now I got this lunatic in the 7-Eleven that, you know, watched me pull away. And then the other time, the guy wanted to beat up my friend for no reason at all because I think he was on meth. Needed a ride? Yeah, we'll give you a ride down the road. You got a problem with me? Oh, Jesus, here we go again. So I stay away from that stuff, Brady. I'll help an old woman, but old ladies, just because they're, uh, they're usually in it for the action. Sure. I'll open the door and do that kind oh, of Oh, sure. Thing. That's different. That's just chivalry. Yeah. yeah well, that's you about see, as far you'll as I'm get going. beat up if you don't, certain right. areas. <laughs> By women. See, look. Guy yesterday. Look at that. See, now you're being, now, no, you're, the now guy you're just being ignorant. <laughs> the guy yesterday. Who got beat up yesterday? Remember, but, he didn't open the door for the Oh, that's right. Yeah. That's but right. Beat they beat but the target. It won't stop me from opening the door. Or, you know, hey, I deserve to get swung by a purse if I don't Brady, open the door. You're, no, you're, I'm just no, kidding. Let's, let's be honest. I don't see you rolling up your sleeves and getting down there and getting too dirty and, and, and your helpfulness. He's smart. You stay in your little Gilbert area. And everyone should. Stay in your spot. And it, that's, that's exactly. <laughs> yeah, stay in your place. Don't stir the trouble. There's no reason for Cracker to go down there and go, Hello, everyone who isn't me. <laughs> Love to be a part of your lives. Get out of here, Essie. No, no. But I don't think I come across like you that. You don't. I'm not saying you do, but I'm just saying. There's a reason why you, you, nobody just goes out of their way to go down, down. And that's what I'm saying. You look like, a, you know, if, if it's 2 in the morning and there's a dude changing his tire on well, the side the, of the street yeah. in a bad part of town, <laughs> you're driving right by. Yeah, because it's a long shot that I'm even up at 2 in the morning. All right, beyond that, you are up. You're going right by. Because you just, you don't, deep down in your brain, you're like, Sure, you don't know what kind of... uh, Don't know what this is all about. Yep. Sure, it's paranoid. But during the day, in the afternoon... You're not helping them. It's a lot of work. That's probably hot out. I've helped a couple (laughs) people, you know, before in the summer. In the day, all of a sudden, they're flat or something. They're just sitting there on the side of the road. Hot chick. You got someone... uh, you know, coming for your car, you got a tow. You know, you need a call or anything like that. Done that before. Maybe I do have a different brain set because if I'm even the guy on the side of the road and you pulled up and said, "Do you need some help?" I got it, dude. Do you think you've? <laughs> that passed, guy wanted to rape me. You've passed more people than you've helped. Absolutely. Oh yeah, hundred percent. 
Yeah. Why? Why? why because pass certain because people, you're why not because you're tied on time, them, Brady. Yeah, because you're tied on time. Because I have a little more time. Yeah. The deal you for me more is important things. I assume everyone's a rapist till they prove me wrong. <laughs> that's the way I live my life. You have to earn it. Hey, Otherwise, I assume you're going to rape me. That's, that's a fine. good assumption. It's a real good assumption. Because guess Whether what? Whether it's true or not, that's a good assumption. Doesn't matter. I assume you're you're planning on raping me until I feel comfortable with mm-hmm. you. Guard is up. Guilty until proven innocent. Exactly. That's how I'm living it. I'm not giving you the benefit of the doubt until you show me a reason why I should. Eric, put yep. that boner away. I understand what you're up yeah. to over there. Uh, you got seven dust splintered on the big big board over there. Let's do it. Oh, new seven dust. Let's do that. Brand new seven dust. Good stuff. Brady, we like that you're a helper. But we just know you're going to end up with a knife in your throat someday. and that's. Well, I know you guys are helpers. I'm not a helper. Yeah, right. <laughs> I know help. I don't I... even answer my own door. I'll go out on a limb and say Brady is the one guy that won't get stabbed. Yeah, he won't. But if he did, would it His, surprise you? What was he Because he's in Gilbert. Him? Goodness yeah. and nicety comes <laughs> through too. all the time. He's in Gilbert. That's true, too. He's oh, helping his neighbors. Hey, it's probably, it's sure, it's probably riskier nowadays. And I could get stabbed. But it's not like I'm out there going, you know, a ton of times I'm helping people, you know. But That's what I want to hear. It all depends on the uh, situation. <laughs> That's the part of the car. I wanted to hear that. You know, periodically, once a year. We're going to eventually make it so you never help people. And you're just like Listen all of us. us. Yeah, we, know, <laughs> we know it's right. We, are, we, are we may be ignorant, but we know what's yeah, exactly. going on Nothing to do there. with race, by the way. You could be white as a... I'm not helping you. You're probably a meth head. Rapist. <laughs> Whitey. Uh, at 629, give me a little 7 dust right here. This is a good one. Splinter, it's brand new 7 dust. It's 98K UPD. 98K UPD, there you go, brand new 7 to solid. The whole thing is uh, Brett saying it's good, Eric saying it's good. I haven't heard the whole thing. I've heard about three or four songs off of it. All good for me so far. I've liked the whole thing. It seems like a uh, a reasonable return to what 7 Dust once was, which is loud and mean. Uh, at 6.34, we got ourselves a Brady Report coming up in just moments. Get ready for it. 98K UPD, it's the Veer Union, Darker Side of Me. That's post-concert Psyching Rock. Those guys were right out there at the old festival we had this week in the U-Fest. And... Uh, Pretty solid. Another one. Getting all, all the people that have commented so far had a blast at U-Fest. Everybody had their own favorite, too. It was a weird one, though, because I, I don't think anybody really walked away going, wow, they stole the show. I think everybody had their own favorite. Just a couple years ago, Steel Panther clearly stole the show. It's their parachuting and all that. That was something you just walk away going, wow, that was incredible. And then last year at uh, Scorcher, I think Five Finger Death Punch just absolutely knocked everyone off the stage. That was a good one. I've heard seven good reports on Helmet and pow- Power Man. Helmet came across. They, we're bringing Helmet back because Helmet was awesome. I wish they'd crowd surfing going yeah. on. I want Helmet mosh- to pit, put out like three albums in a row. Just yeah. boom, boom, just give me something. I don't care if like six or seven of the songs stink. Just give me more of that. I said it before. I'll say it again. Give me more Helmet. <laughs> Brady, it's time for you to give me the news. It is the Brady Report. Brady, report it. Good Wednesday morning to Phoenix. Hello, world. Hi, Brady. Earlier this year, this 14-year-old girl in London accused a 45-year-old man named Robert Daly of raping her. Same guy also uh, was accused of assaulting the girl's 18-year-old sister. As a result, Daly was arrested, detained while cops investigated the whole thing, but their child protection unit couldn't prove that he attacked either of the two girls. When the cops don't have enough evidence to bring a uh, case to court, which is what the case was, uh, they let Daly go two weeks later. And that's just how the justice system works over there. 
Probably same way here. Well, Daly's accusers didn't take that so well. So this past Friday, someone got Daly in the doorway, uh, doorway of his apartment, stabbed him multiple times in the chest, left him for dead. Paramedics got there right before he died. He was alive long enough to identify himself. The girl was arrested a couple days later. Wow. She got her own justice. Yep. It was her. She hired somebody or did she do it herself? I Evidently, know. I mean, she's the she's main the suspect on it, so see what happens there. The uh, hymenoplasty oh, is now down to 2500 bucks. You can have your uh, cherry put back. <laughs> yeah. If you're one of the 99.4% of women who wi- wishes made a smarter choice about what guy got to take their special flower. <laughs> See, it doesn't it's erase that, though. Yeah, yeah, you don't, it doesn't, it's not a men in black pen. Poof, your virginity's back. And you don't remember anything. It still happened. The surgical reattachment of that thin tissue. The sexual barrier. And are you planning on staying a virgin? virgin? Because it's going to hurt again. Yeah. Why are you going to bleed and cry? Yeah. You're going to go through that emotion. What if you make a mistake again? You just realize you're not very good at this. (laughs) You're a bad judge of character. According to doctors who perform the surgery, some women don't care about the price. They're just desperate to get their junk restored. Wow. That first guy really screwed them up. Spend the money on boobs. Yeah. It's $2,500. You're not going to get a very good job, but save up. There's a doctor in Paris, France, who performs the surgery on a lot of Muslim women. Oh, well, that's a different story. Because yeah. they check them. They need their hymens restored because in the strict Muslim culture. Yeah, they're trying to avoid a stoning. Yeah, they don't, they don't, they don't want to get their legs chopped off because they were on a teeter-totter wrong when they were kids. I don't understand. That Was, was that Chasing Amy? Was it a swing or a teeter-totter that the girls... She sold the story and her hymen broke. Oh, yeah. Yeah. What happens if you're in your burqa and stuff and that goes down? Do they have teeter-totters in the Middle East? I don't know. They got jungle gyms. I see them training on those all the time for Al-Qaeda, but I don't know that the teeter-totters are a big part of Al-Qaeda training. Maybe. There's a survey done by a British glass repair uh, company called Auto Glass. And their survey was finding out what women do when they find out they're boyfriend or significant other has been cheating on them what do they do to the car they found that 10 percent of the women say if they caught their husband or another woman um they take revenge out on this car that's pretty popular beat up the car like what carrie underwood did women 19 to 21 are most likely to key the car oh wow it breaks down to actually yeah events women 22 to 25 are most likely to smash out the windows Women 31 to 35. Spray paint. With a little more life experience. They sell the car behind his back and keep all the money. Geniuses. Women over 50 are least likely to go after their husband's car for revenge. No more inclined to give him the silent treatment. Start spending like crazy. Out of that shared bank account. They hit a man where it hurts. What did Carrie Underwood do? Remember the song? Uh, Doug Mike. Some of uh, bash my yeah. bash the uh, both headlights and then Basically she carves beat, her name in the, the seat. Yeah, she beats his car up. Yeah. Is that a true story? 
I don't know. Oh, it seemed, song? It seemed kind yeah. of emotionally true. Are yeah. you at home just rocking out? No, the but, well, yeah, I will. Have you actually. seen her? Absolutely, I do. <laughs> yep. I don't see how that helps. Sing her and listen I'll watch to her, her sing. music. No, every time, she, every time she's yeah. on, she's singing. I'm watching her. I will watch Carrie Underwood sing. I don't like her music, but I, I watch her whenever okay. she's on TV. I don't have her albums, and I don't listen to the radio when she's on it. But she's on TV. I take a look. Remember the um, and she was scorned evidently because she wrote a very angry song about beating up a car. The woman who made the phrase "a dingo ate my baby." Mm-hmm. I remember the movie. She's been in all sorts. That phrase has been in Seinfeld, Family Guy, and you remember the movie. Who's in that movie? Was that uh, Meryl Streep in that movie? I think it was. She's in Australia, and a dingo stole her baby, and she told everybody about it. Nobody yeah, Lindy Chamberlain is a lady. She was accused of murdering her nine-week-old baby while they were on a family camping trip. Lindy said she was innocent. On the camping trip, a dingo came into their tent and took off with the baby. Lindy was convicted of murder in 1982, but in 1988, the conviction was overturned after pieces of her daughter's clothing were unearthed at a dingo, dingo lair. And it was chewed up. Yeah. It's a good movie. I forget what it's called, but it's a pretty good movie. Since then, it's been pretty rough for Lindy. Similar to Joan Bonet, Ramsey's parents, and O.J., the whole trial when that mess went on well now she's 62 years old she has a new career motivational speaker wow she speaks about finding religion and using it to uh using it to get through the rough times of her life and the gross injustice and, the great and just suffering. when you think you've had it rough think of lindy <laughs> you watch that movie and you realize oh my god basic camping trip baby gets eaten by a wild dog everybody says you did this she goes to jail for years. You lose your baby and you go to jail and you didn't do it. I've got some doggy news. Uh-oh. Really? Yes. Two days in a row. It's a lot of dog. Well, dingo news. That's pretty much doggy news. Yeah. 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 It's very much uh, doggy related. Go ahead. You ready? There it is. Hello, my friends. I'm Brady Bogan. And this is doggy news. One, two, three, and to the four. I gotta pee, so open up the door. There's a 22-year-old woman in Bloomington, Indiana, who should be thanking her deity of choice right now. She was getting a dog, um, well, when she was getting her dog, she went with the three-pound chihuahua of her choice. Not the 60-pound pit bull. Right. But on Saturday, uh, the woman whose name wasn't released called the cops to report that her ex-boyfriend came into her house, found her in bed with another man. He responded by punching her, hitting her with a cell phone, and finally throwing her three-pound chihuahua oh. at her head. <laughs> Good news, the dog wasn't hurt. They're resilient. He's a ninja. Police are still investigating the assault. He threw the chihuahua at yeah. her head. Yeah. I mean, really, even if he hit her with it, what's that going to do? It's like throwing a koosh ball at someone. Eh, he probably got some bone in there. Sure, he got some bone. I mean, it's if really it connected. It'd hurt for a second. kill the dog. The dog would be hurt more. Don't do that to your dogs. Their dogs are not weapons. Is that a, to be thrown? Is that a crime of passion? The, the guy lost it, I guess. Finding yep, it'll be a complete crime of passion. So how does you get less of a sentence Tons when that happens? Less, yeah, it goes from like a murder to crime of passion. Well, he didn't kill her. No, I know, but I mean, he if you beat did her up, but I mean, OJ's they were gonna if they had any other moves, it would have been a crime of passion. But he just said he didn't do it. And Winona, Minnesota. A man has a pretty good excuse why he crashed his car into a utility pole. First you think, oh, he's drunk. Evidently, 
He was driving his car, and um, the dog yacked on him. <laughs> Ooh, bad timing. <laughs> Guy doesn't have insurance. Oh. Didn't have his driver's license at the time. He was 18 years old. He said he's trying. What's he doing? <laughs> Just, man, what an idiot. idiot. He's a mess. <laughs> is he in South uh, Phoenix? Show me your papers. <laughs> but um, it's pretty legit because the cops looked into it and they said, sure enough, yep, that dog yak There's on you. Dog ya. puke all over. Last night, I'm at dog agility training with my uh, Aussie Shepherd. And there's a little uh, black cocker spaniel thing named Coco in my group. And he's acting kind of funny. And uh, Coco's mom says, I think you might have eaten a golf ball. Oops. Well, that's no good. <laughs> so uh, Coco's standing next to me for a second. I just happen to be eyeballing Coco. And Coco just goes. <laughs> and uh, I'm not kidding. A golf ball and like most of a tennis ball. <laughs> oh. Pours out of this 15-pound cocker spaniel. And I, I'm looking at it, and I'm like, you got to be kidding me. So then what does mom do? Like, my dog throws up a golf ball and half a tennis ball. I'm like, all right, night's out. We're taking off for the next couple minutes, right? It's Coco's turn to do the jumps. So I start thinking about it. If this was Eric, and he's like, Bleh! all right, boy, let's go. We're going to get you up on this ramp now. She put him right out onto the track, and the Coco's still kind of dizzy from vomiting up a golf ball hole. And a tennis ball, and at least he's athletic. I mean, he's like he's been to the country club, evidently. But you don't do that. Yeah, you don't. They're, you look into their eyes, you can just tell. Yeah, like I could see it. I'm like, while. is he okay? Coco's looking at her like, poof. <laughs> Help me, this is going to be weird. I'm like, what is this, esophagus made of elastic? How do you not only swallow, but then bring back a golf ball and then it's tennis ball companion? Similar to, uh, you know, if you drank too much, yak it up, you feel much better. Yeah, but you just want to lay down. You certainly don't want to do the obstacle you course. Take a few minutes off. <laughs> yeah. It's not time to do the jumps. Coco is tough. Coco's a badass, but Coco didn't do real well that run. Coco put his head up against a wall. Oh god! Didn't you just see that? And cleaning up the puke, the lady had to use like four huge paper towels because there was grass. He's just eating, doing nothing but eating grass. Like something ain't right. I gotta get this out. <laughs> yeah. And he got this. I've, I've eaten smaller salads than what came out of him. Oh, and then right. she squeezed it, and you could see the outline of the tennis ball and the golf ball. In there. Some felt. <laughs> I'm already broken. That's doggy news. Yeah, it was weird. But I just started thinking, how bad would it be if you were a parent and you had your kid at like a track meet and he threw up like a rock? <laughs> All right, get out there. Let's go, son. I don't think it's the best idea ever. I'm dizzy. Dad. Back in 1980... Homanella Cole of Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. She was 44 years old. Homanella? Homanella. Okay. She's all about the reefer. In 1980, uh, New York City police busted her for coming down to the stage with a bunch of marijuana. She was charged with possession with intent to distribute. But after they put out a warrant, Homanella fled back to Canada. Homanella. She's uh, been there ever since. Homanella. While the felony warrant has stayed in the system, it's still open. 30 years later, she's now 74. She was trying to cross the border to visit New York, and the Border Patrol ran her name. Get her ass in jail. The warrant came up 30 years ago. They arrested her. According to her daughter, Homanella thought the charge had been settled a few decades ago, which is why she tried to visit New York. They don't know how long Homanella will be held. 
years. when the trial will happen. Years. She's looking into one to four years in prison. Good. Are you ready for the photo? Of Homanella? She is a saint. Oh, Homanella is hot. <laughs> Looks like Barbara Bush with a gravity bong in her hands. <laughs> and the biggest bottle of Chivas Regal I've ever seen. <laughs> and her shirt. That it's is one cool. of those uh, touristy. Uh, it's a. It's one of those paintings of a raccoon on her sweater. Whoa! Yeah, Homanella's got. She's a, crunked. Yeah, she's crunked up. <laughs> she's dirty south. That's where she's going. Charles Bird of Sugar Hill, Georgia. On Saturday, he was driving drunk. Police officer pulled him over. Instead of facing uh, down a DUI, Charles decided to make a run for it. Started sprinting to his house. Because that's safe. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> Maybe they'll never find me there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Genius. Please followed him. He realized he was in real trouble, so he stepped outside of the house. Well, he That's came when outside they, uh, when the cops When he got opened there. the door, the cops went, man, it smells like marijuana. They quickly got a search warrant, entered the house. He's true to himself even more. They found 69 marijuana plants, a street value of more than $327,000. He wanted to get caught. It wasn't even his house. Well, he was living there. with The the grow house belonged to Timothy Donahue, his roommate. Now he's arrested. DUI and marijuana. Things weren't going to go his way eventually. You're not going to get away with that forever. Remember the, um, I think it was 1996, uh, Chris Rock did the routine about Martin Luther King Boulevard, mm-hmm. saying, I guarantee you that you know Martin Luther King is the, the guy for nonviolence, but if you go on Martin Luther King Boulevard, yeah. guarantee you something violent yeah. is happening. You live in a violent neighborhood yeah. if the main street in it is Martin Luther King Boulevard. Well, yesterday morning, a 69-year-old African-American named Thomas Hagen was released from prison. He's the only guy who ever admitted helping assassinate the Nation of Islam leader Malcolm X back in 1965. He got 20 years to life for his part in the murder when he gunned down Malcolm X down on the stage at the Audubon Ballroom in front of his wife and kids. Well, he's been up for parole 14 times since 1984. Each time they turned him down until now. Yesterday, Thomas walked out of the Lincoln Correctional Facility in the Bronx. So they shot him? <laughs> the address of the prison? The intersection of West 110th Street and Malcolm X Boulevard. Ooh. Oh. That's weird. That had to make him angry. Thomas plans to spend uh, time with his six kids. How do you have time for that? Conjugal visits? Man. That's what I was trying to figure out, too. He, uh, he wants to be a substance abuse counselor and maybe apply that master's degree in sociology he earned while in prison. You're welcome. Malcolm X, still dead. <laughs> How do you like to be that? Wow. Like the kids, the six kids. Yeah. That's dad. my dad. With that name. What's your dad do? My dad shot Malcolm X. Why is he in X. jail? He shot Malcolm X pretty bad. He was admitting it. <laughs> really? You probably have a bunch of friends you didn't expect. Well, I'd be. Your daddy's the one, huh? Good on him. In Spartanburg uh, County, South Carolina, Arthur Duval Mims shot his wife, went after his 16-year-old stepdaughter, tried to finish her, and then uh, the police showed up, gets in his car, they have a chase. They finally um, get the car stopped. He takes a couple shots at the 
police, but it didn't last too long because he was trying to off himself. How did he try to do that? Drink? He drank nearly a gallon of bleach. Oh. He finally... System kind of shut down a little bit, vomiting blood, and the right. police got him detained, but the wife obviously didn't make it, and the daughter survived the whole thing. So he got a high-speed chase, drinking a gallon of bleach, a shooting. We are Spartanburg! <laughs> <laughs> you did that whole story just for that. Yes. And it was worth it for me. Thank you. Here are We'll end it with this. Four bad habits that, uh, if you do them, you team them up, can cut 12 years off your life. Mm. If you get rid of Some all of four? Them, or if well, you do if, them all? Yeah, if you do them all. So these are four bad habits that if you do them, you'll eliminate some years. 12 years. 12 years. That's, That's not too According bad. According to a study bad out of the good. University of Oslo, uh, Oslo? Oslo in Oslo. Norway, Oslo. four bad habits that can uh, team up. Smoking cigarettes is number one. Some sure. are pretty obvious. obvious. Drinking more than eight and a half shots worth of alcohol per week. Mm, not even close. I don't think I'm close. Eating fewer than three servings of fruits and vegetables. No, nope, I got that. Getting less than two hours of exercise per week. I'm good to go. I am too. I'm going to live forever. In the study, researchers interviewed more than 4,800 adults back in the mid-80s to find out about their bad habits. They checked back in on 20 years later. They found that people with all four of these bad habits died. Three times more likely to have heart disease well, yeah. or cancer. You're a sedentary smoker who doesn't eat fruits and vegetables. Can I have that sheet? i got to give that to my stepson about that vegetable. If you're smoking and guzzling eight shots a week and you don't get off the couch, yeah, the fruits and vegetables thing, you got to have some. It's not asking. And you a lot can there. get him, you know. Here's the other side of that study. You can also get hit by a car. Yep. But worrying about it. And they don't talk about the other people that uh, got it through that screen. The guy that's a hundred that has yeah, that eats twenty sixteen shots a week. Lives off lives off. What a you think about it? If you're doing um, you know, two drinks a day. Yeah. After work. Yeah, but that like study changes all the time. Every time I hear it, it's the same with milk. Milk's always all, milk's great for you, milk's bad for you. Milk's great. The same with wine. Yeah, and they just oh, have a couple glasses of wine. Milk. And they say one glass of beer a day. Yeah, they day. say beer's good, but don't drink a lot of beer. But don't do this. And then they say alcohol. You know, sometimes a shot of alcohol it cleanses you. With this. Oh, no, it's terrible for you. It's, it, it depends on who you're talking to. Live your life. You for get a hit while by a there, I was probably over that shot to alcohol thing. I don't think I ever got real consistent with it. Yeah, it's it's sporadic. I don't think I was ever one of those guys. Yeah, but that counter reacts. I mean, if you're if you're active, you know, during the week, your body will also, you know, burn a lot of that stuff out. You're still get it out of your, your liver. Oh, I was active, more so because I was drinking a lot. But I never got to where it was like just steady. A few bingers and then a couple weeks off. Yeah, but those if you think about it, though, that'll equal. <laughs> Yeah, no. If you start doing, start doing the math on it and to balance it out, it's like, yeah, it's pretty much eight shots because one crazy night covers three weeks. <laughs> You're like, whoops. I was just relieved that there wasn't anything about bacon on there. Yeah, you can eat as much as that as you want. Yeah, go ahead, Brady. <laughs> it counts as a vegetable, Brady. Fine, uh, pizza. All the pizza you want. Pizza. Pizza's tomato sauce. That's vegetable. You're all over. It's a uh, serving. 703, there you go. That's your Brady Report. It's 98KUPD. It's getting out of hand. 
Suicidal tendencies right there. Nobody here. 7-12 in the morning sickness. It's official. California has boycotted us. They're ignoring us. We're getting the cold shoulder from We didn't like them anyway. We didn't like You know what? Screw you, California. Your water's filthy. And the uh, and Mexico, where I know. our tourist dollars are gone now. All, that, all the money we were getting from those people coming over here to visit. California has officially boycotted Arizona. I don't know how that happens. Well, the convention center's worried. Well, the convention I, I center heard. should be worried. And that's they, don't, what, they don't get yeah. much to begin with. Well, well that's what's going to turn around. The convention center makes a ton of money. Really? Oh, that stuff. It, it doesn't seem like they have that much stuff there. Go, it's amazing how much money that makes. It's a I nice like, joint. It's a it's, nice place. I haven't been in it since I It's a large it. complex. Yeah, and you think about, you know what it used to be, and then they, they quadrupled it in size. Yeah. And I started thinking to myself, what is going on in this? It's it's every week. Something huge rolls through. Really? Yeah, oh, it's massive. It's ridiculous. I mean, you had a group of, you know, you had your chunk of people at the WWE, the WrestleMania thing. Yeah. That was one of the smaller events that week. that there was an event that was probably larger than yep. that. Antiques Roadshow was there. The Benny Hinn. They have all that stuff. They got, I mean, it's massive. They're renting that thing out all the time. And I didn't realize it either. And then my dad's company... I'm like, why are they expanding that? What's going on? Oh, it's busy as hell. We're one of the bigger ones. We're bigger convention right. halls in the country because it's great you weather. watch, though. By next week... Oh, it'll be fine. It'll be dead. Fine. But... Died down. I don't think it'll be dead yet, but I think we'll have made another move. Yeah. Our chess pieces will be swung the other direction. But California's boycotted us, which I find interesting because uh, we've got the Trump card. Shut off their power. Water. Take their water away. Okay, then you're going to act like we don't exist? Fine. All Southern California is based on uh, Colorado River water in Palo Verde. So we'll I don't just, think the we'll governor that, that, would be behind uh, that one. No. Well, I think he's probably got to politically say that he's, uh, I'm all for the boycott. For the whole state? Everybody in that state now boycotts our entire state? Who and said it, Arnold? I don't know who said it, but it's official. It was in the thing I just read at California calls for boycott of Arizona. The whole state in one unison, one big voice. The crowd rising as one. Boycott Arizona. Okay. Well, then we boycott you. We'll still show up because you've got a nice ocean and actually a lot of yeah, fun. Yeah, we'll, we'll still. Uh, got a lot of fun We don't want to cut that out. But we'll cut your power. We've got the trump card. We'll never use it. And then this is another one I don't get. There's a group called Boycott Arizona that started in the last few days. And they've got people protesting Wrigley Field this weekend. I know, I heard about that. They're Actually, the, uh, tomorrow. It's, it's, oh, it starts tomorrow. Colorado, Thursday. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah, but they're in Colorado, whatever. It wasn't that big. Now they've got, like, organized groups. Boycott Arizona. And uh, gather around Wrigley Field and keep people from going to the game. What is keeping a Cub fan from watching the visiting team? That's not going to happen. Going to do. It's not going to happen, first of all. You're, gonna just, you're just causing trouble. And, and the Diamondbacks now are, uh, I know that they're, you think Dan Heron is, you know, if this is his political view now we're putting in this place? Well, who are you really hurting with this? You're Don't hurting the go conference. to the, the, yeah, the game at Wrigley Field? Yeah, you're hurting nobody. You should be down at Chase Field then, right? Because that's hurting that's Arizona's where you want, economy. You want to protest anything. Duh. Protest <laughs> the home games. <laughs> we don't like what happens in Arizona. Take that, Dan Heron. <laughs> Enjoy Chicago. Spend some money. And then someone else was saying, um, you know, this might uh, jeopardize the, uh, what is the All-Star game in 2011? Yeah. It's supposed to be a chase field. Is that this year or next year? Next. Is it? Yep. Oh, well. It. It's not going to. It'll be here. They'll fix it. They'll fix it before the money leaves. That's the problem. But I don't understand what the boycotting Arizona in Chicago is doing. 
Yeah, I understand the dumb. point. You can march and do whatever, but to say try to keep people from going. They're to trying the game to get right. a spotlight on it. Yeah. Is all and they're, they're getting doing. it. I mean, it's well, in the paper. If anyone could but... overturn it, it's the uh, professional baseball players of Arizona. Exactly. Well, what, <laughs> you know, and they do. They've got the ear of just about every one of us. Uh, you know, especially Adam LaRoche, who, when he speaks, I just shut the f up because he's going to say something good. <laughs> so I just uh, the ball went through my legs. You ever notice how feminine he sounds? The post game is it that bad? It's not that bad, but it's well, bad. Well, I mean, still, it's noticeable. Wow! You just gotta get the stick swinging, you know. I'm just really, I just don't. I'm not. I'm, not, I'm having a rough week. Is he our new D back? Yes, uh, he might be. Savada's not Zavata's pulled up yet. In the minors. Once he gets pulled up, we'll go back to Clay. But in the meantime, it's the incredibly flamboyant first baseman Adam LaRoche. He's our pick to click. Adam, what is with the tassels? That is not part of the uniform. I just thought it added some flair out there at first. Reynolds had a nice poke in the fifth inning. Yeah. Great job, Reynolds. You really got the bat of the ball. It's really good to have you here on the team, Adam. Yeah, it's great to be here. Nice dugout. Thanks. Everything's kind of double meaning. But anyway, if you want to fly to Chicago and protest Arizona, that's, this is the stupidest thing I've ever heard in my life. You Cub fans can't watch the Arizona Diamondbacks in Wrigley Field and spend $9 on a hot dog at 10% city tax. <laughs> That'll really show Arizona. I don't get it. I don't understand the mentality of any of this. So, what's next? I think Charles Boycott wouldn't approve of this either. He's the inventor of the boycott. Yep. So, <laughs> you can tell from his name. <laughs> Charles. The uh, I say we just become our own country. Screw it. Arizona? Yeah. What do you say, guys? <laughs> Want to start the movement? I hate our current leadership anyway. So we, we throw some sort of coup together. I know I've been in trouble for saying things like this before. Who's our leader, Jan Brewer? I don't know. We'll have her. No, no, we'll get rid of her. That's what I'm saying. Oh, okay. I don't like these leaders. So we have a coup, a local coup, and we just take over. Who's going to lead, you? Uh, for a little Weinberg. bit. Weinberg. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, who's going to you? Lieutenant Weinberg, maybe? I don't know. Brady seems to be Brady's likable. Moral. He's the moral He's compass. Likable. You know, we put the right mouthpiece behind him. He's like George Bush. high ratings you in South Phoenix. You flip-flop like crazy. That's what I'm saying. You, you would have. Well, you make a good point. I didn't think of that. Side of <laughs> uh, things seem fine in Gilbert. They're not fine in my house. Well, you don't live in Gilbert. Maybe you should consider moving. He'd only so suck from Gilbert. He's <laughs> out of the chamber. Yeah. I would love to help you, but I will not travel to your neighborhood. <laughs> <laughs> I drive an Escalade, and I find that to be risky. <laughs> Still haven't decided what I'm going to vote on Prop 100, you know? Yeah, yeah. you, you don't even, yeah, you can't make up your mind on stuff that you'd have to make judgment. Oh, yes. But then see that commercial last night of now look, he's all already these firefighters. We haven't even put him on the spot. Oh, yeah, that are on the yeah. block. I would like to do both. I have voted... Spinatos or what's that other one? Casanova Brothers. <laughs> you can't make a decision on that. Oh, I make a decision. Which one? Closest one wins. Which wherever one? I'm at. You're directly in the middle. Which I am. I'm in the taint right now. Yeah, right now. I'd, I'd like to scoot up and get a Spinatos, but it's probably okay. not going to happen. If one had to close to save your parents Will from being dropped into a volcano. Quiet, please, we're going to get them. Okay. So long, Bunny and Torb. Yeah, you let them go. Both of them have to be open. Bunny and Torb live nice long lives. Yeah. Anyway, so you can boycott every other state in the country. The, the, the road games for the Diamondbacks, I, I'm all for that. Just don't mess up my freeways, that's all. Idiots. And it'll be national news. That's what they're after. It'll be, oh, look out in front of Wrigley Field, people boycotting the Arizona Diamondbacks even. Now, look, 
for the past three years, uh, there's been kind of a silent boycott down at Chase Field anyway, because nobody's been going down there anyway. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Can't be the guy that was uh, had the proposal of walling in the state of Arizona all the way around. It's a little pricey. Bigger than you think. Yeah, that might be a little... But, uh, Tough to do. Wow. I think we, we should go. Even, why not? I think we, we should even... go old school again and just carve off the tips of the pine trees, the ponderosa <laughs> pines, and stack them in the ground. Yeah. Let's scare the hell out of the rest of the country. Let's just go full tilt bozo on this thing and just start putting spikes up. We'll braveheart the entire state. We can't even wall up the bottom part. I know. You want to do the whole thing yeah. and close the whole thing? I wish we could wall up the entire state. That would be neat. But it is a pipe dream. And how pissed would California be when we built the wall meet? Outside of the Colorado River. <laughs> We're keeping this. This is ours. We yeah. use their water as a moat. We need to start getting a little more ballsy. All right, California, boycott us. And then shut them off. Clip it. Just for a day. Boycott us. We'll boycott back. You want to ignore us? We'll ignore back. You want to hurt us? We'll hurt you. We can Let's find go to war. We can Let's find go to war with California. This has been our dream for years. We Let's can own find it. avocados somewhere else. <laughs> exactly. I'm not that big on guacamole. Raisins. I can get rid of it. Raisins. I stopped eating raisins when I was 11. Make your own raisins. All raisins are is a nuisance when you find out they're in your salad. Ah, I didn't say that on the menu with the sun-dried tomatoes. That's pure California. I don't want that on my food either. I think I think California would kick our ass if we went to war with them. I don't know. They have a lot more people. You have a lot more people. But they're a lot they, more peace-loving hippies. Not if they come yeah. to our, you know, our turf. Yeah. They're in trouble. Why? Because our terrain is so... We have more weapons. The heat and We've the... got them pinned. I mean, they can't really go any further west. As long as we build a nice long <laughs> string of things, make them so they can't... We'll push them into the ocean. Keep pushing. Yeah. <laughs> Jackasses. Just cut them off. I mean, how great would it be if, if Jan Brewer just grew a set of balls? And wow. said, all right, fine. Have you looked? She's got them. They're growing <laughs> off her cheeks. She's melting. But it would the, take uh, forever to attack them, though. Man, the traffic... That's true, Brady. Because they wouldn't, they wouldn't even stop going to work and doing stuff while we attacked. Traffic would still be treacherous. Brutal. Anyway, 723. We've been boycotted by a state next door to us. It, it, shut up. We're not all Nazis. Please There's, stop it. They're just people piled up on the 10 waiting to go into California. Yeah. But It is amazing, though, the power of the media. It is amazing. Because the truth of this thing is not out on either side. No. And it's just paint them as Nazis. Three days later. That's not totally true. I watched some new stuff yesterday. They had uh, cops from Arizona on explaining things. To us. No, they were explaining. On national news? National, on yeah. CNN oh, yesterday. Yeah. I watched a couple shows. They had uh, police officers on from Arizona, and they were explaining things, and they were getting both sides of it. But that's what I'm saying. For the most part, it's being painted as we're crazies. Where, I mean, the jokes fly out. The news is the news is basically said it's leaning towards this. You know, everybody thinks everybody thinks it's Nazi stuff. That's what I keep saying, and it's all of them. Fox did it too. Everyone in Arizona is, you know, painted in a certain way because they're presenting in a certain way. And they give an opposing viewpoint to where they're like, well, it does this and this and this too. But they don't want to hear that because that doesn't make good TV. So they're leaning to. I mean, the Daily Show, which is you know, they did that study where thirty five percent of people under the age of thirty five get their news from the Daily Show. That isn't exactly the most fair aspect of you know way it's being treated. You can kind of get an idea of the gauge of what's being presented by right. the comedy they that's coming out. They do that poll in the audience or something. What do you mean? 
the no, daily show? No, it literally thing? is. People under 35 get their news. They don't watch the, the nightly news at all on any of the networks. It's amazing what that thing does as far as... They did that study of people getting their information. The Daily Show is like a top three. It's got to be uh, internet, probably. Internet's... Well, no, internet and stuff like that. They're saying as far as getting your information, what are the new ways of doing it? And they were doing it as a study on who watches nightly news, why the news and local news don't ever get attention. Because they found the internet, daily show, stuff like that. That's the stuff people want. They want entertainment with their news, which is dangerous. Uh, it's 7.25 in the morning sickness. Let's get, uh, let's get a real expert on this stuff in here. Chief Double Down hasn't been here for a few weeks. And, uh, wow, maybe a month it's been a long two. time, yeah. So Chief Double Down wants to come in here and, and share his viewpoints on it, maybe even give away some stuff. Steel Panther's going to be here this week. We'll give you tickets to Steel Panther and shed some light on all that's going on in our Nazi racist state. It's 98 KUPD. 98 KUPD, that's Five Finger Death Punch right there. Never enough, and that is a, uh, that's a classic at this point. These people are going nuts, and I think we're going to have a little Five Finger coming your way. In July, when the Mayhem Tour we announced on Monday comes rolling right through, Pretty solid lineup there, too. You get to, The list is ridiculous. Corn, Zombie, Five Finger, Treyu's on there. There's a billion of them. Chimera, there's 100 bands on this thing. Lamb of God. That's just off the top of my head. There's probably 20 other bands, and the tickets are only 31 bucks. You can get your tickets Friday. Get them Friday. Go to 98kpd.com and check all this out. But Friday, they have a, uh, the special packages and the pre-sales and all that other stuff. You get all that going. On sale, ready to go, and the four-pack of lawn seats for 98 bucks is the KUPD special for that show. That's going to go fast. You get four people at uh, 98 bucks for a show like that. That is going to fly by. So get ready for that, sucker. And uh, you'll be going to the Mayhem show. Are we ready? I think this guy knows a little something about the, uh, the process of Arizona and what's going on in here. Let's see. It's Chief Double Down, everybody, and he's waiting in the wings. Chief, come on in. Hey, you have to hey, Chief. Hey, hey. Hola. You feeling a little nervous, Quietie? What's the matter? You don't like Mexican people actually uh, making noise and getting uppity to help getting a little noisy for you? <laughs> Maybe a little. Oh, I like this. You know, I know a little something about people showing up without paperwork and just kind of taking over an area. Let me think. Who was that? It was you, Toledo. What? You, Whitey. Come on. You guys did it to us. Never did such a thing. Oh, yeah. That's fine. You'd make friends with us. You'd do nice things with us. It all worked out in the end. You got some nice casinos. Yeah, we got rolling. casinos and beautiful tracks of land. Remember when we used to have all the land, though? <laughs> now we get little pieces you give us. We'll take it. Better than living with you, Whitey. Hey, Mexicans, get used to that. You keep getting mouthy, you're going to end up on some sort of a patch of land that no one wants no more. Ain't that the truth, Brady? They do. Oh, they yeah. call that Tucson. Yeah. They don't see a whole bunch of us in our Gilbert Reservation, do you? <laughs> Not giving us that street. Going to go over there and live in Higley Estates? I can. <laughs> You're welcome there, sure. Chief. Oh, yeah. No, I'm welcome there. I guarantee it. You ever go drinking over in Gilbert? Oh, sometime I go over there drinking, hitting on the girls. How'd that work out uh, Not real good. Mormons don't like you. Huh? No, nope, Mormons don't like me. <laughs> This is my new boyfriend, Chief Double Down. They're like, holy crap. What are you doing with that guy? And making babies is what she doing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, that's all right. We still are the quietest ones with the biggest beef, by the way. <laughs> How are you doing, Toledo? Good, sir. How are you? Do you know why hangovers are better than whitey? I don't. Well, because eventually uh, hangover goes away. 
You guys seem stick. Man. What, are you going to like that, Brady? I'm no, sorry. Was, was that too one, touchy Chief. for you? That was a good one. <laughs> I apologize, Brady. I'd like to have smeared some bean swastikas at Brady's house. <laughs> Did you hear Brady earlier? He wants to go help everybody. I know. I heard you. Come on by, Brady. You can help us. Where are you located? Oh, at? you can help me sell cigarettes on the corner at Anna You can do that. <laughs> Brady, come on down there and do a little work around the community. I'd like that. Would you? Yeah. Like to pick up some garbage on the res? Yeah. We'd love to have you. I've never seen you on that res. You always seem to take the freeway around us. <laughs> you always seem McDowell shoot right through, no traffic. People will sit on that freeway all day long to not go on the reservation. I've been through it many a time. Have you? Oh, yeah. Yeah. You weren't going real fast, were you? <laughs> no. Yeah, because our cops will pull you over and put you away. You know better than to go into there. Have you seen Brady's Escalade before? I have seen it. We watch it go by the freeway every day. There he goes. He make a left. I swear to God, he going into the tribunal. <laughs> That's my iron horse. It's good looking. Hey, Brady, what food best describes white people in uh, Gilbert? Hmm. Jerky. Yeah. I like yeah. that one a lot. That was my favorite. <laughs> Let's go to the phone see what we got here. Sonny, how are you? Hey, Chief. How you doing? I'm doing just fine. What, what tribe are you with, Sonny? Navajo. You Navajo try oh, good for you. You know what? Normally I give you a prize just for being Navajo, but today we're on the side of the Mexican. Is that okay, okay Sonny? That's uh, right, I gotta let you try to play this blackjack. Welcome to my casino, where the profit margin soars high. Are you ready? I'm ready. All right. You know how to play blackjack? Yep. I, I leaning towards you winning this thing. I like you. You got a queen to start, and an eight. That's eighteen. I got a queen showing. Got a hole, Chief. Hold a 18. Well, that's no good because I got a king underneath my queen. Wow. That's 20 for me. I'll try you again, Loser. Sonny. Loser. You're beating your own man. I know. I feel bad about that. It's red on red crime. <laughs> got a four and a two. That's no good. I got a jack showing. Hit me. I'd love to. There's a five. Now you got uh, 11. Uh-oh. Ooh, that's a Hit good me one. again, Chief. Yes. I'd love to. Another five. Now you're in trouble. That's 16. Ah, oh, damn. Hmm. What to do? I'd love oh. to. A seven. Oh. oh. Too many. That stinks. I got a 13. That's enough for you me. Just, you just beat his ass. What are you doing, Chief? I whumped him. I whumped you. Sorry about that. No One whump. more time, Chief. Nope. That's best of three. That's how it works. <laughs> I don't care. No special privileges for you. I want to get oh, back man. on your land and just shut up like the rest of us have and let the Mexicans <laughs> make all the noise. Okay, so long. You got no problem taking your own people's money, right? Got no problem taking anybody's money. I learned the American way. Randy, are you there? Yeah, Chief. How are you, Randy? Oh, not too bad. Feeling a little nervous, Whitey? You think your yard's going to get out of control here soon? Nope, I live in a condo. I let the Mexicans take care of my yard. Yep, not for long, brother. I know it. <laughs> Pretty soon that pool's going to turn a different color, and everything's going to be extra long. And you're going to be wondering, where'd they go? You'll see. We have some young uh, white kids that might, you know, pick up those Yeah, jobs. I see those kids. Whitey's going to have to pick up the slack. Yeah, you're going to have to get your lazy, fat, video game playing white kids back out there with lawnmowers. And good Lord, they're going to chop their feet off every weekend. You're going to hear another news story about a fat, chunky white kid who chopped his feet off. That's what America needs. Get the fat yeah. kids off the couch. That's a good point. Maybe this bill ain't a bad idea. Get these fat white kids off their couches. You know what's gonna you're gonna you're gonna be so protective of those little fat white kids are gonna have some sort of fence law around their feet so when they motor grass they don't chop their stupid feet off. We got fences around them like crazy. 
I remember when I was a boy, we didn't put fences around all our water because our Indian kids knew better than to climb in there. <laughs> I don't know. I don't see you doing much yard work, Chief. That's great. You ever notice how how little grass there is under us? That's true. It's a lot of work. <laughs> Not much oh, for weed whackers. We have fields, sure. Corn. We like the corn. Maize. They ship that in, though. Okay, Randy, are you ready? They don't ship nothing in. <laughs> we grow our corn. I don't ever see any corn fields out there. They're out there. Not necessarily filled with corn. <laughs> Dirt feel like we see. feel like it's a lot of dirt. We fart and we farm dirt, like like Luke Skywalker. Just fart dirt, fart dirt too. Sometimes <laughs> depends wondering. on how long we've been outside. Randy, are you ready? Yep. You got a king and a queen. That's a good start, Randy. I got a queen too. I'll you're stay. whole and you're staying right. That's I got eighteen. Oh, I'd have gotten killed if I'd have taken a hit. So I'm or one it. for Whitey. One for Whitey. Okay, best of seven if Whitey gets ahead of me. <laughs> I got a queen and a five. That's 15. I got a four showing. Oh, I'm going to stay. Okay. Good, always stay on. I got a queen and a four. You got a queen and a five. Uh -oh. I take the hit. Tell him what it was, Eric. It was a four. I got 18. <laughs> Sorry about that. Whitey got on my side. Okay, devil. Here we go. The you great got, spirit. You got a nine. And a nine. No splitting. I got a four. Staying. You're staying at 18 again? I got an eight. That's trouble. There's another four. There's a two. We're tied. <laughs> that's the end of that one. Push goes to the house. Push right? goes to the house on my, my time, Whitey. 18, 18. Sorry about that, Randy. I didn't know you believed in God. You were a Christian man. But wiser. I'm whatever the money come from. Oh, okay. You want to come pray to me and give me $5 just like in the old churches? I'll let you do it. We got a big thing over there at the trail of Nichols Pavilion. Crackerstock 2010, Iron Horse Maiden, Densick. Justin Bieber and Amy Whitehorse are going to come out there and play. Justin, Amy Whitehorse? Bieber? Justin Bieber. Amy Whitehorse. She's a big star. Come down and see Amy Whitehorse at Crackerstock 2010. How much is it to get in? 50 you want them to get in the door. <laughs> and don't mind that the doors get chained shut behind you. I don't have wampum. I have dollars. I sure how's, hope. How's that conversion? It's even. Is it even? Your money ain't worth nothing. Don't worry about that pyro. It seems out of control. Just stand there and wait. Don't worry about it, Whitey. The flames or explosions? Or Got a lot of that of going on. Oh, it's going to be a cracker barbecue. <laughs> <laughs> Get Brady sauce ready. <laughs> Troy, are you there? Yes, sir. How are you, Whitey? How's it going? You feeling pretty good about all that's going on in your Nazi state? Uh, not really, but... Are you Nazi? <laughs> no. Would you like to be? <laughs> no, are you not like, really. Do you, do you like uh, Mexican guys mowing your grass? Uh, Dude, this is Arizona. I don't have grass. That's right. That's good, good man. That's Does good it. man. You sure you're not native? Yeah, I'm sure. Good man. Okay, here we go, Troy. Uh, you got yourself a queen and a tree. That's 13. I got a queen showing. Um, hit me. I'd love to, Whitey. There's a five. You got 18. That's pretty good. I got a seven. That's 17. And a three. That's 20. Oh, wow. Jeez, you're amazing today. Some unbelievable. You're I can't lose, fire, Whitey. Chief. I can't lose. Uh-oh, you got an ace now. And another ace. Can't split them. Why? Because I sit so. There's no money involved. Two aces. Um, what did you mean by split them? Don't worry about it, Whitey. Oh, Just okay. hit it. Just like Eric's Mima. <laughs> Don't worry about what I mean by splitting it, but I'm gonna. <laughs> okay. Just, you're getting hit. That's okay. a, it's a seven. Okay, hit me. You got 19. 
going to want to stay on that. You want to hang on there? You ever played this game before, Troy? No, I sure haven't. You never played blackjack? Nope. Are you a Mormon? (laughs) (laughs) No, actually. Were you abducted by aliens at one point in your life? No, um, I have a very small attention span, and uh, it's all downhill from there, honestly. (laughs) All right, well, you got 19. (laughs) Just, play, right, just I'm pretend gonna... he's playing with you, Chief. Yeah, I, I got 21. So long. You got to go. <laughs> I don't want to sit there and try to explain every hand to that guy. Yeah. Just call a pit boss. What in the world with that? Whitey education. Can I ask you a question, Chief? You can. I'm how, right here to how, answer. How do you know that when they're white and when they're not white when you answer the phone? Just uh, by their name. Because Troy, you knew he was white. Troy, I knew it was white because when, when you say hello, it's like you just get overwhelming taste of mayonnaise in your mouth. <laughs> oh, shit. Ugh. Okay, I, I can tell. I can tell the same. I close my eyes and bring me any race. I tell you exactly because a Chinaman talk and I hear. I take noodles. An Italian. Right, here Italian, you go. Okay, go ahead. What do you right, got? Here you go. T- taste that. Oh, what do you? That's you, Whitey. I, I can see you talking, dumbass. <laughs> we have Dan on the line. What Way do you to think go, Eric Toledo. That was a tough test. <laughs> <laughs> what am I? I'm looking at you, you're white. All right, Dan, are you there? Yep. Hola, Dan. Buenos dias. See, I told you. <laughs> Do you have your papers? I sure don't. You don't. Well, then Winner. we can't play. We, congrats. You know what? I'm going to give it to you. You're going through hell right now, Mexican man. Come and get me, Alpine. Come and get me. <laughs> don't don't tease him. Are you are you going? Are you are you calling him out to a dance off? <laughs> Did you just ask Joe Arpaio? You've been served, Joe Arpaio. You got to dance with Dan. Hey, my pachanga, my pachanga. What's your last name, Dan? The Beaner. Just the Beaner? Oh, wow. Oh, okay. <laughs> this is there, there taking is a horrible turn. Mayonnaise. <laughs> yeah, I'm not tasting mayonnaise. I'm tasting uh, Miracle Whip. A little garlic <laughs> and some sort of weird cat meat. <laughs> Dan, I'm going to give you tickets just for being a Beaner, you say you are. Oh! That's right, because you make... Now, do that thing that Mexican guys do before every song. The Grito? Okay. <laughs> yeah. You're a official. You You know, if Mexicans want to get their way with Whitey, just stand on the courtyard and do that over and over. We'll give you whatever you want. That's the most annoying thing I ever heard. Dan, congratulations. Hold on. You need to play. I like Dan, the beaner. He's fun. He's, he's he is better fun. than that guy without the attention span. Yeah, attention span guy make me nervous. <laughs> Those are guys that end up in towers. <laughs> White guys with low attention spans don't really understand blackjack because it's too complicated. i got to add up to what? 21? That'll take forever. He's one of those kids that sat there and played those video games. Yep. <laughs> one of those little fat bastards with a fence around his feet watching a Mexican guy mow his lawn. <laughs> i got a low attention span. 21 too much for me. <laughs> I've never played blackjack. <laughs> At two months, what three cards? I'm out. Doesn't get out of the house. <laughs> I, I I play five with you. I won't play twenty one. First one to five. <laughs> I got seven. Now what do we do now? If it's not Halo, he doesn't care. Yeah, I don't care. <laughs> A little whitey on your couch and your big indented couch. <laughs> Just keep eating those baked lays. <laughs> Mama won't buy you the regular ruffles anymore because you're putting on a few. Can you come back for another round? Yeah, Chief? I come back. I come. I go outside, do a little more research on the racism in this state. It's pretty fun. Anyway, Mexican people, it's fun to scream, isn't it? Whitey usually listens too. You'll get your way. Don't worry about it. Okay, I'll be outside. Poignant.
That was fun getting yeah. his take on it. Yeah, his, his take is interesting. <laughs> I've said it before. I'll say it again. They've got the biggest beef in this country. <laughs> They're the quietest ones. <laughs> I mean, the biggest. The best thing I paid them off. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, we like to think we have. We like to put that yeah. in context. Yeah. Have all this land and these checks. We like yeah, to they think that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, well, they do now, at least. That's well. <laughs> to an extent. Took a little while to get there. <laughs> still what they wanted to do and what they, you know, this wasn't in the plan. Yeah. I don't think. No. Let me buy you a Diet Coke. We're even. <laughs> You're thirsty, right? So let me get this straight. You can give me Rhode Island, the size of that, and that's all I get? Are we square? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we're square. You can have Florida. Not the land. We're going to put you <laughs> yeah. in the swamp. Not the good parts of Florida. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> the Again, wet no. parts. Yeah. Anyway. 749. They've got a beef. It's 98 KUPD. Eh, maybe they're right. 98 KUPD, there you go with Incubus, right? Uh, and it's 7.57 in the morning sickness. He's here, he's standing outside, waiting his turn. Very patiently. Ladies and gentlemen, all the way from whatever res he hails from, it's Chief Double Down. Come on in, Chief. Ugh. Have you been drinking out oh, there, Chief? Oh, God, it happened every time I come here. That second, I gotta wait through a puddle of mutt song. What's with the blue tail? What's with what? Oh, I dress tail. up as an avatar. Did you like that movie? Not really. <laughs> you dress up as an avatar? What, you make yeah. like side cast doing well, that? I, yeah, I dress up for kids' parties as an avatar, and I say, Come to the tree of knowledge and learn about the Indian people. And they're not, and so I had to change it to avatar people. They listen to me when I tell the exact same story of the Native American if I'm blue. They seem to care. Pandora looked pretty cool in the movie. Though. Pandora gotta... looked pretty cool. It's what you, it's what it used to look like here before we got before it. you guys smashed it. Sorry about that. I think I don't remember. The big pink tree of knowledge for all the white women. Come look at my giant redwood. That's oh, what I call it. A redwood of knowledge come for on. all the white women. Come climb on the redwood tree of knowledge. That's a euphemism, Brady. That's um, a good one, Chief. Pretty. Yeah, yeah. Talking about my crank. Oh. When I take a Thanks for whispering. I, I keep it quiet just between you and me. Aren't you married, Chief? You can't be saying something. I'm married to the land. Okay. My wife's married to me. I'm like Charles Barkley of the reservation. Oh. I'm not married. My wife is. That's a fact. I don't know if we're... Hopefully we can get through this game again. You're Dude, I like hooking up. up with white women. Every night I go out on the hunt for the great white buffalo. And every night I end up on top of Eric's Mima. <laughs> wow. <laughs> you call her the great white buffalo? Uh, it's a successful hunt every night. <laughs> you hear her sometime outside your house. <laughs> coming up in her, her, tri her pack. Whatever they're called. They're herd. hilarious, It's chief. a herd. A herd of... Chief, that's her. It's a herd of Mimas. Hilarious. Coming up the plane. So funny. In Tatanka. 1987 F-150. I'm pulling up to my door. Okay, look. Great white buffalo's here. And then I climb aboard. Butt Let's play the game. Okay, Danny, what's going on? 
Bandwagon burner, you're an Indian too, huh? Yes, sir. I like, I like it. You bandwagon burner or jackwagon burn? Uh, a little bit of both. So you don't like people that climb aboard sports teams at last minute? Uh, uh-uh, I don't. Bandwagon burner, Johnny, are you? Are you? Are you from Gilbert? No, I stay by Guadalupe. Oh, you're in the Guadalupe. Okay, oh, man. All right, so I, I'm not going to believe that you're full Mexican. There's something half in you. Uh-uh. I'm all Indian. Indian, that's what I meant to say. I said Mexican. I meant Indian. Okay, I thought you were about half Your taste half. buds are screwed up. Yeah, everything's bad. Hey, what's your favorite beer, Johnny? Huh? What is your favorite beer? <laughs> I don't know. I like a Budweiser and but a Bud Light. Bud Light is good, too, for those nights you don't feel like feeling bloated. Buttweiler! <laughs> All right, Chief. Let's what you, what's your favorite oh, uh, fast food restaurant? Huh? <laughs> your favorite fast food restaurant? Yeah, thanks, Bree. Uh, Jack in the Crack. Jack yeah. in the Box. That's right. He's right on both. Okay. All you have to do is beat me once, Johnny. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Here we go. You got a nine and an eight. That's 17. I got an eight showing. I'm going to stay, Begay. That's a good idea. <laughs> stay, Begay. <laughs> I like it. You know what? I'm not gay, but if I was, I'd, I'd play with your juice. <laughs> That's Chow. awkward. Ah. Chow. Chow. Sorry. Yeah, I got a 14 and a 317. We're tied. Push goes yeah. to the house. Push goes to the house, Johnny. You lose. I lose? Yeah. I'm sorry. Hey, go steal her. Go steal her. You like the Steelers? She Steve? said no. <laughs> she said no, Ben. Hi, Troy. Hi, Chief. How you doing, buddy? Uh, doing okay, Whitey. How are you? I'm good. What are you doing this morning, Troy? Working. Yeah, you ever hear the rumbling of the great white buffalo, Eric's Mima? <laughs> yep. And you are a mess. <laughs> Usually followed by her call. I'm horny. <laughs> you were outside for like 10 minutes. How did you yeah. get this liquored up? I did it quick. It was <laughs> pretty amazing. <laughs> Troy, what do you do for a living, Troy? I kill bugs. You kill bugs. And the bugs pay you? No. Hey, would you like to climb on my pink tree of knowledge? No, Chief. Are you sure? It's an oppressive, oppressive <laughs> piece of redwood. <laughs> I didn't know you swung both ways. I'd bang a guy. <laughs> <laughs> wow, Chief opened he up. He did get drunk in that hallway. I like I like my women like I like my fry bread, <laughs> thick and round and greasy. You <laughs> <laughs> hurt me. Okay, ready, Troy? I'm ready. Okay, Whitey, you got a king. You used to have a king, and then he came over here and took our land, and you king killed him too. And a nine, I got a Jack oh. Sean. I'll stay on the 19. That's what you should do. I got a four and a five. Push, push I got a 19. Push goes to the house. Troy, this is embarrassing for you. Okay, try you again. Queen and a seven. I got a five showing. I'm staying on 17. Got a six under that five. That's wow. an 11. Oh, oh, and the three is a 14. And a queen, you got one. That's a tw- yeah, I got a lot. Right on, right on. Okay. Right on. Right, one, one more, Whitey, and you get, uh, you get to walk away with the big prize. You got another queen and a four. I got a ten showing. Hit me. Hello, two, Whitey. Ace, 15. 
Hit me again. Hey, love you, Whitey. Three. Eighteen. Ooh. I got to stay on that. Hold on there. I got an eight. Oh, no. <laughs> Butch, go to the house, <laughs> Whitey. You know what's best about it is I didn't ever beat you. I just tied you twice, and you still walk away a loser, Whitey. So long, Shorty. To the swamp. Plenty of bugs for you to kill. You, you just you, you Whitey will kill anything, won't he? That's not a fair rule. The tie goes to the house. Oh well. What kind of casino you running? I'm here? running a casino called Double Down Casino. <laughs> Life ain't fair. Walking Eagle, are you there? Oh yeah. Good morning, I'm here, brother. Walking Eagle, how are you? <laughs> oh, I'm doing good, brother. Yate. Yate. Hey, have you walked the Great Plain this morning on a search for a great white buffalo called Mima? Oh yeah. Yeah, you ever heard the rumbling herd of the Mimas? No. I'm a Midwest Indian. You're Midwest Indian? Midwest Indian. I'm not one of these Southwest Indian. So you're a Midwest Indian. That, that So you like the Cubs and hot dogs? Blackhawks. You're a Hawks fan. Oh, yeah. That's the only one playing that day. I don't believe you're a real Indian. Oh, well, yeah, I'm, I'm a... Chickasaw and Potawatomi and Paiute, so I'm a chicken pot pie. <laughs> <laughs> He's a mutt. I like that one. That's a good one. I like that your name, Walking Eagle, which implies you're a majestic bird that's too lazy to get off the ground. Uh, no, I'm so full of crap, I can't fly. You, you, yeah, you're just a fat eagle that said, F it, I'll walk. That's right. Okay, are you ready, Walking Eagle? I'm ready. What's your favorite beer? Oh, Buttweiser. Buttweiser, for sure. You got a jack and a king. I got a nine. Oh, I'm going to stay. Okay, I got 19. Oh, you stupid got one. Okay, walking eagle, you could win it. A jack for a walking eagle and a five. I got a queen. Hit me. I love you. Oh, wait, wait, never mind. You got a seven. That's 22. You are out. Oh. One to one. All right, one to one. It's a big one, walking eagle. A okay. five and a three, and I have a queen showing. Hit me. Hello, too. Oh, wait. That's a queen for you. You got 18. I'm going to stay. I got a six. That's 16. And a four. Oh, my. <laughs> Come on. That's 20. So oh. Walking Eagle. You're a grifter. I think I might be. <laughs> what the hell are you doing? I don't know. Ridiculous. Come down to Double Down Casino, where Whitey is our turn to win. <laughs> Is that your slogan? Yeah. yeah. I say it just like that. Hey, come on down to Cheek Double Down Casino where... It's our turn to win. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of spooky. It get a little... It get a little... I fought and walked the plane. How's the buffet there? Oh, unbelievable, Brady. Is it overpriced? Nope. Underpriced. Underpriced? I want to charge at? more, but... Like $13 for all you can eat. That's not bad. Fish directly from Arizona Canal System. River bass. River bass. I see. We got a cat problem. But let me rephrase that. We had a cat problem. Okay, Mark. What's up there, Chief? Yata hey. Yata hey. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good, Whitey. What do you do for money? I fix cars. You fix cars? He's a regular grease monkey. That's right. Bertie, please. How do you know Mark's what? a Whitey? I just can tell by his voice. You're a Whitey, aren't you, Mark? Close enough. What's that? What's that? What are you? Hebrew. Yeah, well, that's wow. the ultimate Whitey. <laughs> <laughs> it's like King of the Whiteys, isn't it? I'm chosen people. That's right. Okay, that's what you say. 
Okay, are you ready, chosen one? Do you have your curly yeah. curly Jew hair on? Uh, no. You don't have that. the PayX? No. What kind of a Jew does car work? You should hire people for that. Nice. Don't you think? Nice. That would be nice. Yeah, yeah no, it would be nice indeed. You should hire somebody and you should run a car dealership and let, let the other people. That's how it is to be. You're not all Jewish. No. What's the other half of you? Lazy? <laughs> Greek. Greek. <laughs> He's a Jew, likes it in the back door. Okay, here we go. Who do you marry as a Jewish Greek? Uh, kind of Irish. woman. You gotta find Irish. You're Irish. Irish redheaded. There oh, you go. Crazy redhead. Crazy redhead who uh, tolerates your insanity of being Greek and Jew. All right. Yeah. You got a jack and a nine. Nice job. Yeah. I got a three. You're staying. I got a three and a oh. two. That's five. And a four. That's nine. And a ten. That's nineteen. We're tied. Unbelievable. <laughs> Unbelievable. You're rolling today. I got Is he cheating, Eric? No, no, I swear he's it's not. A, it's a seven and a two for you and a king for me. Love to, Whitey. Oh, there you got you a go. jack. That's a nine. Teen. I got a seven under there. That's 17. And a nine, I bust on that one. Okay, tied up here, Jew Greek Whitey. <laughs> <laughs> These are your customers. You know, you you know what Jew Greek Whitey's never going to have to deal with? What's that? The state passing a law against him. <laughs> That's a fact. Ain't it, Jew Greek Whitey? Hey, hey, just, just for correction, being Jewish is a religion. I'm just Hebrew. Oh, I see what you're saying. Ooh, you got all uppity. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry about that, Hebrew Greek writing. Red Sea pedestrian. Jeez Louise. Don't get it twisted, Are right? you racist, Chief Double Down? <laughs> Probably. Who isn't? Okay, here we go. Three. I evidently am, because I don't know the difference between the Hebrew and the Jew. Eight. That's 11 for you. I got a jack showing. Good okay. luck. Hit you, Whitey. I will. That's a five. Now you got what? 16. Gonna hang out there. I got a jack show on, you know. You seem to have sobered up a little, Chief. Oh, yeah, you got this guy yelling at me the whole time. I gotta get my wits about me. <laughs> you gonna hold it? You staying? Yeah, okay. Yep, I got a 10 under that jack. <laughs> 20. I can't be beat. You're ridiculous. I'm today. like an Asian guy dealing today. You can't beat me. I get lost. Okay, once. back to the back to the engines there, Hebrew grease monkey. Nice <laughs> job. We'll talk to you later. You're nine and one today, Chief. You're gonna make a lot of money. You keep those odds up. Come on down to the double day buffet. Where it's our turn to win. <laughs> yeah, feline and fries for seven ninety five. Pigeon in a blanket is six fifty. Roadrunner on a stick, my personal favorite. Eleven ninety five. And all you can eat. And I use this term loosely, quail eggs. <laughs> that sounds delicious. There's a Chief. reason that the word quail is in quotes on the menu. <laughs> what is it really? Don't know. <laughs> Egg-shaped items. <laughs> <laughs> Crack one open the other day and there was a peep in it. How'd that happen? Easter gone crazy. I gotta get out of nine and one. And the one, the guy didn't even play. You're amazing. That is unbelievable today. I should be dealing at the casino. We make a mint. You better get over there. Nah. I'm still out on the hunt. That's too much work. For the great white buffalo meat. Great white buffalo. Screw you. Don't forget your horse. I won't. I won't forget. I got my pony outside. He's hanging around What's here. What's your horse's name? Larry. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't expect that, did you? Great Indian name. Okay, Larry, let's go. <laughs> It's tough though, you're riding around in a plane, right? Larry, away! <laughs>
Anyway, I gotta go. Thanks for coming, Bow Chief. Wider! There you go. Thanks for sponsoring you, Fest. Here's help up. Thanks. <laughs> oh, there he goes. He and Larry. <laughs> Larry is loud. Larry's right outside the window. <laughs> and Larry's got some breath, too. Larry, Larry is pumping. There they go. That was fun, I guess. I got my keys. There you go. I guess. It I guess. You're not giving anything away when Double Down can't be beat today. That we was had, ridiculous. We had one winner. The only Mexican guy that called. Yeah, that's true, isn't it? Yep. Hmm. They're all busy making signs. It's 8-12. <laughs> it's 8-12 in the morning sickness, and I don't blame them. It's 98 KUPD. The Big Red Radio 98 KUPD. It's Cabo there. Crash in the morning sickness. And uh, yeah, with all that's going on and everything else, I've st- I've got, I'm very nervous today. I've got a big day today. One of my dogs is having cataract surgery today. It's talk easy about, uh, routine. Until they start explaining how they do that. Good Lord. I didn't know they were like... Peel back the lens. Fake parts they put in there. To get the light back in. And they scary. get rid of the reflective stuff, right? Yeah. Yeah, they get rid of all the junk and they, they suck out the juice and there's some pocket. I don't know how uh, it works. Yeah, just, gross. I know. just make Shut sure up. they don't leave a sponge in there or <laughs> in a scalpel. Eye. I'll yeah. probably notice. Yeah. Scalpel. Is this normal? Well, I don't see anything. That's fine. There's a scalpel in her face. But yeah, I can't imagine having kids and then have you take your kids into surgery. Because I'm like nervous about this. My dog's little eyes. But uh, one thing I do know is that they need to start uh, ramping up nationalized pet health care. Because the veterinarians are fully taking advantage of people at this point. I think the vets that I have are awesome. They're great. But my God, with the testing and the prices of the testing, it's a thousand bucks to make sure she's okay for the surgery, basically. Seven to a thousand. That's the test to make sure she can do surgery? Make sure she can do it. Wow. You you spend that no matter what. That's going out the door. Whether she has the surgery or not. Yeah, and then the cataract surgery is ridiculous. That became so expensive, you decided not to do the uh, revirgination. <laughs> no, yes, Brady. <laughs> I'm having her hymen put back. I hate you so much. <laughs> <laughs> My poor little dog is under the knife right now, and you're, you're thinking about dog genitals, you oh, son of a bitch. Go she's ahead. on the table right now? Oh, yeah, she's up to 8 o'clock this morning. Wow. Let's call see how she's doing. She's okay. And let's not distract them with any bells or whistles. It's her eyes. But yeah, you look at it, and that cataract grows so quick. And you do, like, it's cheaper to have people cataract surgery than dog cataract surgery. It's the exact same thing. And it's tougher, I think, with the dogs. Not really. Tiny eyes. I asked. It's not that different. How old's your dog? She's 10. What do you so, get the surgery so you know why? I thought about that, and it's you know honestly, people think that it's like ah, she's already old. she's got like three, she's healthy, so she's got like three or four good years left at no, least. No, if it so, doesn't, if it's not corrected, pain, yeah. do you still pay? Uh, it's up to you after when then. Now there's return visits and everything else and all. So you commit to the whole thing, but yeah, you, you want them screwed up now. Now she's really banging into walls. And well, it's like a 90 percent no, I mean, success rate on this particular thing with her, and uh, and so yeah, if it works, it works great, and then. But if it doesn't work, it doesn't work. It's part of the risk. It's the same with like a knee surgery for a person. You can go in there and have a knee surgery. It might not take. You know, you might, back surgery is the same way. You gotta, yeah, that's true. You got to do the stuff afterwards. And sometimes your back's still no good and you got to have more. So one can lead to another. But for the most part, it's a pretty successful deal. But you got to do something about these veterinarians because 
If I was a vet, I'd be doing the same thing. But doesn't it seem like their prices have just gone a What's little bit askew? for the surgery? Uh, the whole thing. Well, here's the thing. This was the weird thing, because I was just going to get the one. She's got two cataracts, one really bad. The other one's not so bad. And I was going to have just the one eye taken care of. Yeah. And that way, if the other one went bad, she's always have this good eye. So that's like 4500 bucks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I'm thinking that it's nine for two, right? It's not. It's like five for two. You can get LASIK for like nine hundred bucks an eye or something exactly. like that. And that doesn't count the the follow ups and the seven or eight hundred bucks to see if she can get the surgery in the first place. Man, you love your dog. I do. See, I don't have kids, so I don't have to worry about. Yeah, that. I guess that's where these are my kids. Those are his kids. Yeah, so I look wow. at it like that. I know it's pricey. It's a pricey bitch. I'd be like, sorry, cubby. <laughs> well, see, that's the thing, and I, and I almost did. I was looking at it like, man, that's just expensive. But her, you know, and then you start doing that kind of dickheaded thing where you're like, is her company worth five grand? Like, <laughs> do I, you do would, the, it, would it be more funny to watch Chili bump into stuff? And yeah, she's adapted you, you well. Answer, but, like, a, you know, uh, the human side of it, it's, you know, three years, of course, dog years yeah. would what, be 21 or yeah. 18? Now, take uh, my dad, for an example. If my dad had cataracts. Right. And uh, at this age right now, and if, if he could have 15 more years of Good vision. Even five Would I years. step up and pay for the cataract surgery for Absolutely. him? Absolutely. Would you? Probably not. It's uh, pretty it, pricey. Yeah, it depends on how much it was. No, I would because, <laughs> you know. It's it's heartbreaking. Whatever. It's heartbreaking to see your dog. One year of clear vision? Yeah. They'll, they adapt so they really, have that, That's what their nose is so great they, for. That's I mean. the amazing thing. They adapt really well. But then they do have moments like she won't go outside. She She's picking and choosing her spots now to, like, she won't go play. Yeah, and, she's, she's and dropping off on is. her own. Petey yeah. is in that same boat. Her yeah. eyes are starting to get um, a little yeah. cloudy, not quite there. But I look at how active she is. She's really not that. Yeah, but that's the thing. They start pulling back a little bit. Like, well, I better be. They're, they they know. Like she knows. All right, I get, I get nothing on this side. So she stays on walls of her blind side. Like she'll walk on that wall so her good eyes out to the inside. And she well, like we take her for a walk. She doesn't like going walks anymore. She has to walk in the middle of the road because she's like I, I can see I better that have one. to. Um, you know, the walks are different now. Yeah, totally. And yeah, and that's the thing. So I figured three good. I don't want to sit there and, and feel bad for her the whole time. So I did it. But man, oh man, we got to do something about it. That's the next big step. To, you know, start boycotting veterinarians. <laughs> They've decided to go, hey, no one's paying attention. <laughs> we can triple our costs. Just test for everything. I think some know. Oh, of that's course. It's like hey, the people it. love the dog so much. Here's yeah. what we're going to charge. You got to look around a little bit. I think your vet just knows I you did. have a no. I did. Huge, I did. Uh, well, well that's that's the thing though. There aren't many eye care vets that you would you know. And you don't want to go into some if you're going to do this kind of surgery. You don't want to go some fly by night guy who's like, I also serve fried food. <laughs> no, <laughs> I, I have two kitchens for the food and one for cataract surgeries. You can't even say it. <laughs> it's in the D thirty one in the U store. <laughs> It's the fans, because I can't, uh, they don't allow air conditions. How long have you been in this country? Does not matter. Does it matter? Your doggy will see. Just puts a couple of little felt eyes where my dog's eyes used to be. <laughs> he sees great. You'll notice him sniffing more and crying at nighttime. <laughs> Why? Because I did nothing but poke your dog's eyes at him, putting felt ones. It's your time. You have that hour or two hours or whatever. Would you like anything else done? How about for you? <laughs> Would you like eye surgery your too? Time. Two for one. Owner and pet. Can you cry without eyeball? <laughs> That's a good point. <laughs> that is a good question. Can you? I mean, they don't remove your ducts, do you? Right. That would look really weird, though. <laughs> I, had a, I had a kid we worked with that had no eyeballs. 
was he crying all the time? Punched him. Did <laughs> he cry? Should have just put out. I don't anyone, think it work without the eyeballs. Would it just start spurting? And there's probably uh, shooting everywhere. Probably found it on another, maybe through the nose or something. Like gleeking, he can just <laughs> he you know, gleeks with his eyes. Yeah. Ah, uh, stop it! I wonder if that's true. Do you, you sit to the side of him or in front of him? Which way would they fire? So they'd come out kind of on a 45, right? Do blind people, or not blind people, but do eyeless people cry? And does anyone notice? If someone with no eyes cries, does anyone notice? No, because you're not looking at their face. <laughs> oh, God, I can look down. First, the first thing that comes up, eyeless in Gaza. Gaza Strip? Oh, jeez. Oh, jeez. You're going to get good. some photos That's there. Well, you're on a list. <laughs> You want guess to take out your eyes in Gaza. Yep, you're on a list. And guess what? On this and the news, an Arizona man, <laughs> suspected terrorist. So anyway, I'm rooting for you, Chili. Do all right. But man, we got to do something about these vet prices. It's insane. It's gonna. But that's the thing. One eye's like four, forty, three hundred bucks. Two eyes, five. So I'm both done. Why wouldn't you? But it doesn't make any sense because it's all about the anesthesia. And then you know what? I know it's coming. Dog insurance will will start. It's already out there, but then they're going to start making it. So it's like, oh, it's too expensive. Now you can do dog insurance. It'll be a hundred bucks a month for dog insurance, so somebody else can fleece you the entire way. Cover eighty percent of it. They offer it. The insurance companies offer it, but yeah, I'm nervous. So I can't imagine Brady. I don't know, Toledo and Brady and Eric's future. I can't imagine having a kid, and you got to drop them off and knock them out because this is nuts for me. Well. Alex, when he was two, he still got it a little bit. He has a lazy eye, and they wanted to do surgery. Like, I can fix like it. Ben. They wanted to do surgery on him. Oh, I was like, I can't. Two, two? He's five got, grand. He can grow out of it. His company's yeah, patch it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, we did that. Was it, did you throw a patch on him? For we a had while? to. You had to because you put it over the strong eye, so his weak so eye his weak gets, gets strong. Yeah. So he was pirating around uh, Maricopa yeah. for a little bit. Oh, yeah. that's kind of cool. Right. Mike Weed, he wore the patch. Is that what kids wear those? Yeah. That's a lazy eye. I always thought they got their eye poked out. As long as you got tear ducts, you're good. When do you have those removed? going all directions. It doesn't come with the eye? The tear duct doesn't come out with the eye? Man, do I want to see that. If we have any eyeless listeners, I want to get to the hurt. How are you going to make them cry? I don't think they have the eye. How hard can that be? They probably see how Oh, my God, I am. The sunset. My guess would be no tears. Oh, it says right here. It says Eric just said You can still produce tears. The eyeless cry. Without eyes or prosthetic eyes, still cry and make tears. As long as you have eye duck, tear ducks. Now, the thing that Jason, the guy I knew that had no eyes, he had the, uh, well, the skin grew over where his eyes were. Yeah, wasn't it sealed over? Yeah, but the eyelids were still there. But this, like, weird mucusy red thing was grown where his eyes were. And the thing that evidently moves your eyes is like a pin. And that would still dance around in there a little bit. A little muscle? No. Yeah, it was gross. So there wouldn't be like pools? There wouldn't be just like a pool in his eye socket of, of, of water? Tears? Maybe. I don't know. I never saw him cry. Yeah, just go backwards. Look, I didn't. I didn't. Yeah. He has to. You look at his crying. eyes. It looked like a cat scampering under blankets. <laughs> yeah. That was it. Yep. Bubbles. Uh, we need an eyeless listener. Oh. Uh, we were wrong. No, Jason Jason worked a noise. Anyway, so I don't know how that happened. How do we get on this? But it's an interesting question. <laughs> do the eyeless cry? And my answer to that would be probably daily. But does anyone notice? Because you're too busy not looking at their face. And why not stare at somebody who has no eyes? They'll never know. <laughs> they can smell you don't think it. they can sense it? No. 
you can get right up in their face. We used to do it to Jason. The best thing we ever did to Jason, the guy with no eyes, Colin came into my, I had an office, and Colin Boyd, the vanquished foe, came into the office. Jason was in there with his seeing eye dog, uh, Macho. And uh, Colin gives me the shh to say, let's let him know I'm not in here. And my doors made a ton of noise uh, to go in and out. Well, Colin was in there, Jason came in, and he gives me the shush, like, let's pretend, let's see if he notices I'm in here. So he's talking to me for a second. I'm like, I'll be back in a few seconds. So I open my door shuts behind the Collins trapped in there with him <laughs> and he said that he just started petting his dog going who's a good boy who's a good boy and Collins like I was so close to going I want to leave you <laughs> if the dog tell him ah Macho said something but I locked Colin in there with the blind kid for about 25 minutes Macho turned Nacho Macho yeah they changed his name to Nacho later when he was given away for biting people it's 832 anyway Veterinarians, drop your prices. You're killing us out there, and uh, good luck, Chili. I'm nervous as can be. It's 832. It's 98 KUPD. 98 KUPD. It's seven dust there. Unraveling. The new CD just came out. Get all over that thing. It's uh, pretty solid right there. Nobody puts out good albums anymore. Everybody puts out two or three good songs and then fills. Seven dust uh, bucks the trend. Cold day memory. I was just looking it up. Uh, sold 27,000 copies their first first week. That's pretty good. Band that you just think would ex- eventually explode into that upper echelon of yeah. rock and they just never have they're, they're always top, t- top 15 on the charts so yeah but you'd think start. that after all seven dust is done and they're another band that's just hit after hit you look at it like man just rock hit after rock hit they just never grabbed the national spotlight and they you just should. don't get that justin bieber record you don't get the bieber you don't get the hundred thousand right. dollars you don't get the hundred thousand sales in a week and i think seven dust has earned that just they had a couple albums out there that were kind of like Arr. for the most maybe part. they should do a mall tour listen to this pretty about the crying with no eyes. You do cry, but it doesn't shoot out. It just runs. Uh, my wife only has one eye, by the way. So when he makes her cry, her eyeless eye, just kind of like Toledo said, fills up and then blah, blah. Another hole? Well, yeah, I mean, you could you could play just the tip, I guess. <laughs> and get that weird pin muscle. That I was See, I've seen about. some of them. It seems like it's sealed up, you know. Brady didn't zone. hear any of these. I heard right. that. I know you heard it, but it's time to move on. I understand. <laughs> not what that's for. Go ahead. Excuse me, Brady. Please go on. I'm just wondering the ones that are that's sewn up and it's still there. Does it swell up like a water balloon? Who sells? Who sews up an eyeball that's still well, it's there? It's kind of sealed. I've seen them, uh, but it takes a eye. while for that. I think, doesn't it? It'd take a long time. Really? Like yeah. where it's sealed, sealed like shut? The skin has been grafted over. I mean, oh, there's you no mean where there's no eye? Oh, I yeah. thought you said when there is an eye. I'm like, what do you say? Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sometimes that'll happen where the eyelid just stays closed and then it seals itself. I'm wondering if if it does produce tears, does it bulge? You know, <laughs> does it fill like a water balloon? <laughs> you have to drain it. I don't know. That's disgusting. You make me sick. Uh, speaking of getting sick tonight, if you have a stomach for it. Native New Yorker is where you need to go over there in uh, Brady's neck of the woods, Elliot and Val Vista. Get over there in uh, Gilbert and go to the Native New Yorker because it is time tonight for Battle of the Bone. Three. Three. I've had two others of these. It's the Battle of the Bone wing eating contest. You can win a Harley Davidson. You can win uh, Diamondback season tickets. You can win all that stuff. $15,000 worth of prizes out there. And then uh, it's uh, you got also get the Mayhem tickets. You can sign up for those. That's right. We'll have some, have some prizes out there for the winners tonight. And if you want to register, you can go to BattleBone3.com and register, or you could just come on down. I think amateurs I'm watch some of the action. You're going to go down there yeah, tonight? Yeah, you might make an appearance. See if you can pound down uh, pounds and pounds of uh, chicken wings. 
and head on over to the Native New Yorker. Easy enough. You get on over there to Native New Yorker tonight, 6 o'clock. 6.15 is when it starts, 7.45. Val Vista Drive, Elliott and Val Vista in Gilbert, and that is where the Battle of the Bone takes place tonight. Brady, you can be there. Going back to our earlier conversation. Kirby. Yeah. Are you? Why not? <laughs> Try it. She just started eating. She's on hard food. She loves that ranch dressing. Mm-hmm. Oh. Are they allowed to dip? Just right there the on wings? the tee. We've only had a few people do that. It's funny because <laughs> one guy did it, and uh, he finished second. Wait a minute. You called me a perv. You just tried to sew up my dog's hymen. That's true. Yeah. Because yeah. Perv me. You just said, oh, she loves that ranch Sorry. dressing. You put one on the tee, and I left it yeah. alone. <laughs> Sorry. I and then, sorry got you into your family's dog kitchen. Dog hymen. <laughs> Look, you, you got in a lot of families' kitchens with dog hymen. That's gross. I'm calling Sheriff Joe. Uh, speaking of, we got into that topic earlier today when Brady said he'd gladly drive through uh, the worst parts of uh, Phoenix and help people out. Uh, somebody says, well, Brady, if that's if there, because you also said there's plenty of nice places in, in South Phoenix. I yeah. believe this, because that's your big line. You say that about Toledo all the time. There's plenty of nice places in Toledo. Guy emailed me and says, if it's so nice down in South Phoenix, Brady, why don't you move your lily white family down there? It's a lot cheaper. I can't afford it. Why? Oh, because of your house. Now. Yeah. Why didn't you Parody look there? In the, why didn't you look right there now? the first place? We did look around in South Phoenix. Yep. You're lying. <laughs> sure. Sure, <laughs> you did. You're lying. You know. You know where we looked at. Up by uh, that mountain with a gate. I was. I was with him <laughs> with his real estate. We looked agent. at a real nice gated community. <laughs> in South. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> I bet Giant you did ball. actually. Yeah. We drove through an area with Brady and the real estate agent, and uh, we we uh, went up to the door, and it was a nice little place. Went outside. Looked next door, and there was a black guy, and he waved over, and Brady goes, Nope, let's go! <laughs> I want to have a family, not a family shootout. Whoa. Wow. I don't recall that. I, I do. Brady helps But I don't everybody. remember if it's real, and I could have dreamt it. I think it might have actually been a dream. Brady helps everybody, as long as you're white. That's right. We'll paint this picture, buddy. It's an interesting thought, though, though, when you Pollyanna up this whole... You know, bad neighborhood thing, and you start saying, "No, I, I have no problem going down there. I like it. You know, it's not a bad situation." Well, then why don't you live down there? There's too many Mexicans. <laughs> what? It's true, though. Uh, Isn't it weird that we all have that kind of? You know why you don't move down there? It's uh, you could say you're judging it, but you'd say it's just like going to a church or somewhere where you don't feel like ah, I don't see myself fitting in here. Right. Is that bad? No. But call it what it is. Fitting in with what? The culture that surrounds you. Yeah. Right. And that's why they build gated communities in those areas. So white people feel like they fit in. in in Scottsdale. (laughs) I fit in now, keeping them out. (laughs) But just like in in Scottsdale, there's certain burbs there. It's like, uh, or Arcadia. It's like, okay. See that? When you run into that, every it's like eh. uh, I'm not going to be hanging out with these. You oh, know. oh yeah, I don't like to hang out with anybody yeah. though, so it doesn't matter what neighborhood I'm in. The uh, across the, the across Camelback is where it starts getting weird. It's less uh, homey feeling. Yeah, I start getting into that. But anyway, it's an interesting point though. So yeah, well, if there's plenty of nice places in South Phoenix, why don't you live there? It's cheaper. I looked uh, actually um, a while back. There's a couple right along a uh, baseline there. They've done a On lot of uh, building. Yep. So but that's in an effort to make a new style of neighborhood in there. Yeah, it's true, though. But there's a big reason you don't want to live down there. It's got a bad reputation. It's true. It's the reason I don't want to live down there. It's got a bad reputation. Uh, you know, 
You're close to the action. Are there some nice places on like Indian School and 67th Avenue? Sure. Still not living out there. You know, for me, I thought, <laughs> yeah, this would be great. I could totally hang here, but Kirby. I don't live in a, and it's not a race thing. It's ghouls. I don't want to live by ghouls. There's a lot of ghouls out there. Like, go to Apache Junction. I'm not going to move into certain spots. I'm not going to move out there. It's ghouls. It's a weird feel. It's too many ghouls. To some of the areas. <laughs> I'll be the first to admit it. You can say I'm racist. I'm peopleist. I'm ghoulist. I'm against the ghouls. I see too many. I see there's a lot of ghouls in the hood. I'm not living in that hood. I don't care what color the ghouls are. Thanks, Chuck. There's a lot of ghouls in this city. Oh, yeah. Every major city has a, a pockets of ghouls. Top 10 in the ghoul population. We've got a lot of ghouls. <laughs> Tons of them. And I want to live by the ghouls. I want to live away from the ghouls. That's why you get a job, so you can move away from ghoulish people. Is this our rock horse topic? <laughs> we should. Where do you? Where are the ghouls? <laughs> song, song to identify ghouls. <laughs> no, that When one. you hear it playing, <laughs> yeah. it's code. Your people are, oh, you're racist. No, I'm not. I hate all ghouls. I'm not racist. I'm I'm against all ghouls. I don't, a ghoul is a ghoul. A ghoul is a ghoul. You can be every Black, every white every race, culture, red, and creed purple. has ghouls in it. Black people know the ghoul. Black people, Mexican people know the ghoul. Mexican people, I know ghoul. White people, they're all ghoulish weirdos, and you don't want to live with them. And they they tend to congregate together. The ghouls, they're out there, but they're in bunches. They're like zombies. They find each other, band together, and attack the normals. I don't live by that. I'll admit it. It's uh, 851. We got Rock Wars. Maybe a song for ghouls. I'll help a ghoul. I ain't helping any ghouls. You see a ghoul on the side of the road? You're not helping. Again, it doesn't matter what color that ghoul is. That's a weird-looking ghoul there. I'm driving right by that. Please help me. I'm bleeding from the eyes. That ghoul deserved that. (laughs) I'm against them all, Brady. and I'm the first to admit it. I'll be real about it. I'm not looking at gated communities. If their gate is to keep the ghouls out, I don't want to live in it. How about a gated ghoul community? See, that's what we need to do. We need to, the gated communities. We get the wrong idea. Instead of fencing out, you fence in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you build fences around the ghoul community. Someone tried that. Yeah, what? Oh no, yeah, that's true. It they, doesn't go well. It, well, because they announced what they were doing. Then you get to the power hungry. You know, who's defining who's a ghoul? I am. You make good points, everybody. Personal judgment. Majority <laughs> rules, right? I'll stick with it. Personal judgment. I can have it, so long as I'm not hurting anybody. Well, my old objective is just keep away from ghouls. Not to touch me. Or be near my car, because they'll take it. For drug money. It's 852. We've got uh, plenty of rock war topics coming up. We've got this whole immigration thing. We've got a farewell to the coyotes, or a come on, son, save the day. <laughs> they play tonight. It's one of those. Like a we free could, skate. We could yeah. have a free skate for the coyotes. But uh, Yeah. <laughs> what do the coyotes <laughs> use the ice for now? <laughs> what song do they want to free skate come to? on down and free skate. Oh, poor guys. <laughs> I feel bad. We might kick them when they went down and down hard. Uh, I don't know. We'll come up with something for Rock Wars, but Rock Wars is coming up next. It's uh, 98K UPD. Dear John, my uncle has two glass eyes and he tears up. Also knows when kids are staring at him. He says the blind see more than you think. Ooh. People feel uh, when you're staring at them with or without eyes. It's the power of the human brain. Your name... Oh, wait, that's wrong. You can still cry uh, because your tear ducts are there, but uh, the staring thing 
I think you have a, this girl says staring has a feeling to it. Strange prickle on the back of your neck. You get a prick on your neck? You can't feel sometimes someone staring at you. Be a good test to see how long until the blind guy notices. Just eyeballing him. Uh, we, we got a couple options for Rock War since we've been talking about people with no eyes. Uh, a song that comes on the radio while you're in the car with your friend with no eyes that makes you wildly uncomfortable. <laughs> Something that would be just awkward to hear with your guy, your buddy with no eyes. You hang out with a lot of people with no I eyes? I actually have. I've done it in the past. Or blind people. Blind people, yeah, too. Blind people. Let's say someone who's missing at least one eye. Okay. At the very least, one eye's been prodded out. The other one completely useless. And then so... <laughs> Got a few songs out there that you just, you know, you don't want to be stuck in a room and you can't change the station, and this song's on. Because then you might find out if he can cry. And this recent, this is recent. Like, this eye removal is like within the past three days. <laughs> it's like if Brady, one of, my, one of my best buddies in the world, just pries his eyes out, blink, they're gone. And then a couple days later, we're in an elevator and we're stuck, and this song comes on. A song that would be awful to hear. With someone with no eyes standing nearby. Awkward moment. An office moment. 260-9800. A rock song, preferably. If you want to suggest something, 260-9800. 77,000 is the text number you can go with. Holmberg at 98kupd.com is the email. Easy enough. A song that makes your at least one-eyed guy, but the eye is useless. Or no-eyed guy feel very uncomfortable. We'll dedicate something to the eyeless people. They never get anything thrown their way. How many times did you ever hear Casey Kasem say that? And this one goes out to people with no eyeballs. Never. Long distance dedication. Dear Casey, my mother has no eyes. <laughs> never happened. Never occurred. Nobody ever does anything nice for the no eyes. Except now. Till today. It's 9-11 in the morning sickness. It's 98 KUPD. Get what? Two cents. I like those guys. They were at U-Fest this weekend as well. It's 9.19 in the morning sickness, and it's time, ladies and gentlemen, to start the war. Nose is getting dry. Damn allergies. Not the war against California that they have thrown the first salvo towards us. We've been boycotted by the state of California. Not that war, but the glorious battle for the musical supremacy ultimate musical supremacy that is rock wars and that is where we are right now at 920 today's topic since we were talking about it a little bit ago somehow or another the ADD room of uh, Brady Eric Toledo and myself if <laughs> went from talking about how expensive veterinary care is to if people with no eyes were sad could they cry damn vets and then we started thinking about people with no eyes and how they never have anything given to them well we're going to give you a song now but it's going to be weird let's say one of your friends sets you up with a girl. You don't know about this. She's got no eyes. Let's say one of your best friends rolls over to you. He's been in an accident. Now he has no eyes. It's awkward enough, but sometimes music can change all that. A song that you would not want to hear with your eyeless friend. Make things really weird. Let's say you're in an elevator. Some, you're Somewhat uncomfortable because you're... In a lobby. You, you kind of want to laugh a little bit? Like, yeah. are you kidding me? This is playing. And you can't lean and go, I love this song. A great song that you love, but it would be tough to hear with your eyeless friend. 
who exist, and we've never done anything for the eyeless. They're the people who never get anything. This is our long-distance dedication. Just keep it in mind. If you've got an eyeless friend, might not want to put this one on the old mix, mix table, you know? Uh, who won last week? Did I win? I won last week. I'll start with Eric. Eric, you go ahead. All right, I, I'm doing this one for, well, basically it can start a conversation. And it, it repeats the word I many times. Mm-hmm. So it gets awkward because there's no way around it. You can't get lost in some other meaning or something. Right. Uh, it's Eye for an Eye by Soulfly. Uh-oh. It would just stop the conversation. Yeah, yeah, like... <laughs> just constantly hearing the word I. So you want to go to Chick-fil-A? Yeah, Wait a minute, I want to hear the rest of the song. You can't, you can't get away from it no. at all. It's there, so you got to just go with that. It's glorious. And then you can say, well, what, do you believe in eye for an eye? I don't know, do you? <laughs> yeah, then, yeah, then you got to have that weird thing. That eye for an eye is pretty solid. I mean, you don't have to worry about it anymore. But <laughs> You have none to give yeah. up, so you're fine. Would an eyeless guy uh, steal something? In the well, olden days? I don't know, yeah. You once you plug his eyes it. out... <laughs> What do you do after that? You take his hands? I guess you just How would keep, he know if he got away with it? It's like playing hangman. You just keep chopping him down. How would he know if he got away with it? Yes, because you're completely oblivious as well. <laughs> ready? You ready? Oh, eye yeah, for an eye. Yeah. I like that. Soulfly eye for an eye. Uh, mine, because I really like this song, and it would be, uh, again, like I was saying, uncomfortable, and I'd, oh man, <laughs> kind of be giggling inside. But if she uh, steps into the car or pick her up, open the door, and turn, crank up the radio, and corn is on. Blind. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And it just won't turn off. Stuck. Ooh. This is perfect. Old junky corn rules. Toledo killed you. Finally. I don't know. My song says I a lot more. It yeah. be a lot more. This one says blind a lot. Not, not as many times. I'm going to win this week. <laughs> I'm confident. I'm going to win this week. This could happen. Mine could actually happen. You're in a waiting room. You're in a lobby. You're uh, elevated. Right, this could happen. You're standing next to somebody with no eyes. You go in restaurant. You don't know. And one of the most... Uh, Poignant, beautiful songs of all time comes on. And I think to myself, what a wonderful world where he just talks about all the things he sees that are beautiful. He sees trees of green. The colors of the rainbow. The colors of the rainbow. So pretty. Try not to sing along. That's the worst part. Of the people passing by. You'll never know about this stuff. This is Rock Wars. <laughs> yeah, this is Rock Wars. Shake it head. You should be disqualified. Plus, it could actually help if she used to be able to see back in the day, then it brings no. back memories. It brings back memories of everything she'll never see again. Maybe it'll make her happy. I say to myself, what a wonderful world because of all the things I see. Seeing makes the world wonderful is what that message is. You, on the other hand, Imagine it's your song. That's all you can do. I got this handstand. I don't know. Eye for an eye. Pretty good. Soulfly, eye for an eye. Is the first one you want? Uh, Brady had himself blind by corn. I had what a wonderful world by the great Satchmo. How about that? There you go. Songs you wouldn't want to listen to with an eyeless guy. (laughs) Or girl. (laughs) Or girl. True. Some chick might have had her eyes plucked out.
But let's face it, you don't like hanging out with girls when they've got eyes if you're not going to bone them. And you're not going to bone the eyeless girl, so more than likely. Would you be okay if uh, Leonard Skinner's that smell was on? You think they'd... (laughs) They might appreciate that one. Uh, 260-9800 if you want to uh, vote. Holmberg at 98kupd.com on the uh, interweb. And then, of course, 77,000. You can text WARS. 77000 and uh, vote away. The winners are coming up in just moments. In the, in the meantime, we'll do a little mud vein here at Scream With Me, 98KUPD. 98KUPD, it is the morning sickness. There you go. It's a mud vein. Scream With Me in the middle of Rock Wars, and uh, we are trying to figure out the best or worst song, as it were, I guess. Best song that you would hear. You like it, but you don't want to hear it when your eyeless buddy is with you. Dude with no eyes. Chick with no eyes. Hanging around you. An emote. So, John, your song actually just did make a blind person cry. <laughs> you must be right. Uh, I chose What a Wonderful World by Louis Armstrong. Top uh, the charts back in 19... Doesn't matter. I'm going from the Brady pile. I've learned. I've assimilated. You want to win this thing, you got to go that direction. Eric has himself a soul fly, uh, eye for an eye, and Brady chose blind by corn. Brady is winning on the... Uh, on the uh, email votes. He's got nine. I've got six. Eric has three on the phones. Where is it? You just handed it. There you go. Eric has seven. Brady has four. I have one on the emails, on the text, I mean. Uh, it's refreshing right now. It is refreshing. Mm-hmm. It's minty. We have nothing. Good. Moving on. <laughs> What's wrong with all of your stuff? There we go. Uh, Brady killing it. 46%. <laughs> Eric in second, 27%. John, 25%. You and Eric are splitting the vote. Louis Armstrong, we're killing him. Damn. Soulfly. Come on, people. Are you ready? Phoenix Connection. John, since you won last week, let's continue that streak. Eye for an eye sucks. Blind. Good theme for a blind guy in the elevator. But, uh, John, your most awesome pick for What a Wonderful World. Uh, My girlfriend wants to pick blind by... uh, from Brady's vote, so that's one for you, uh, each of us, Brady. Holy crap, Brady picked a rock song, and you didn't. What's this world coming to? And what's the name of the movie you talk about where the pregnant girl's in the barrel and the nail's in it, and they push her down a hill? It's, uh, I think it's called 100,000 Maniacs. <laughs> uh, I would have chosen I Can See Clearly Now, but uh, if not, I'm going to take Brady's suggestion block. Doing pretty well on that. Let's go to the phones and see what we've got. Where's my pen? There it is. Hello there, how are you? I'm good, how are you? I'm doing quite good. What's your, uh, who are you voting for? Hey, it's Jackson, by the way. I, I, I have got to say congratulations to all three of you for taking the word asshole to new height. <laughs> it is true. <laughs> it does kind of extend our assholiness. <laughs> Seriously, it was great choices. And I would go for Brady, but I'm afraid I'll get stabbed in the back next week by his next silly choice. So I'm going to have to go with Eric on this one. Oh, I see. It's starting to turn on us now. All right. I get it. All right. (laughs) Thank you, Jackson. I'm sharpening the blade now. I get it. Yeah, because you're going to turn it on him. Everybody will feel bad about voting for you at all. Hi there. Who's this? Hey, you asshat. This is Rock Wars. What are you doing? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Sorry about that. Yes, Fred. You picked Louis Armstrong. (laughs) Go ahead. What do you got? No. Going for Brady with blind. All right. Brady gets a vote. Nice job. Hi there, who's this? Hello? Uh-oh, broken line five. Hi there, who's this? This is Josh. Josh, go ahead. 
Hey, this is Rock Wars, Ass yeah. Space. Yeah. I like it. Everybody pile on. That's John working. For and you know why? This is good. Because I brought up the word ass fag a few years, <laughs> weeks ago, and now everybody jumps on when you don't pick a rock song like with it. that. Now everybody's. Now I've turned my own game against How me. How does it feel, John? Turned my own game against me. We were together on this against Deuce him. Canoe. Damn it. Either who's this? <laughs> I'm not calling me an aspect. That doesn't bother me. I was the one who brought it up. We were calling Brady the aspect. I know it's not fair. Hi there. Who's this? Eric's Meemaw. Eric's Meemaw. Go ahead. Vote. Well, sometimes I go blind getting the bottom pounded out of me, All so right. I like corn. All right. Yes. Thank you. The corn comes out of there, too. Uh, hello there. Who's this? This is Mike. Mike, what do you got? Going for Eric. All right. That's all right. We're going to get it. Getting tight. Hi there. Who's this? Chris. Chris. <laughs> oh, we know Chris. How are you, Chris? And I haven't called in. Aren't you happy? It's been a long time. No. We're, we know we like when you call in. You just can't play every game. I yeah, know. And I don't want to hear you laugh anymore. Yeah, I can't stop laughing. You're a giggle box. I know. I wrote for Brady, Brady baby. Brady, Brady, yeah. Brady, Brady. All right. <laughs> Thank you, Chris. Okay. Goodbye. Bye. See, that's why she's only allowed to call at a certain time. Yeah. Hi there. Who's this? This is Dylan. I got you now, you stone bitch. <laughs> going with Eric. All right. Thanks, Doug. <laughs> Asshole. Hi there. Who's this? Hello? 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 Who are you voting for? Hello? Hello? Who are you Hello? voting for? Hello? Who are you voting for? Hello? Hello? All right. We're done with you. <laughs> Hi there. Who's this? Wolverine. Wolverine, go. We're going for the Chancellor today. That's me. All right, good. Uh, Louis Armstrong. Ass. I love three. Wolverine. Hi, three. Hi, <laughs> three from the Wolverines. Only missing two fingers. He's yeah. actually part of the song. Hi there. Who's this? Go, John. You're going with me? Yeah. Beautiful. I'm coming back. George is back. Hi there. Who's this? Eric's Mima. All right, Eric's Mima. Go ahead. Who are you voting for? Deuce Canoe. All right. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> he, got all the, he covered them all. Hi there. Who are you? This is Apron. Apron? Yeah. Hey, uh, how come nobody uh, took uh, Slipknot? No, we forgot about it. Yeah. yeah. Everybody forgot Ilis. Oh, Ilis is solid. Yeah, good one. Uh, okay, well, I'll vote for uh, for Creepy. All right, there you go. That's one for Creepy. Did I win yet? Well, we're going to start it right here. Hi there, who's this? Oh, okay. It's one in that direction. Who are you? One-Eyed Andy. One-Eyed Andy, go ahead. Uh, I'm voting for uh, John. That's me. There's one for oh, me. Here we eye, go. you got to vote from a one-eyed guy. I know. Hi there, who's this? Did Austin. He, say, he said one-Eyed Andy? Yeah. Austin from Hollis State? <laughs> no. Okay, go ahead. I'm going to vote for Eric. Eric, it's another one. Uh -oh. One more for Eric, and he's the champion. Hi there, who's this? Hey, it's Tom. Going Eric all the way. Eric gets this one all the way down. Wait Damn a minute. It. You said that's a five. I know, but that was that call. After the, the first call, I said you get the first vote. That was it. Started right there. Eric has won it. Listen to that. Brady's fighting back now. He's fighting mad about Rock Wars. Brady. So much cheating going on. Angry about it. That was, a, that was a clean win. Soulfly, eye for an eye. Good one. Clean victory. All three songs, I think we can safely say. We're with a, uh, an eyeless guy. Going to make everybody uncomfortable. However... I don't like hanging out with the eyeless. F word, F word. Two. There's two. <laughs> Check them later. Sorry, here we go. We'll nudge it up there a little Ninja bit. Action. Eye for an eye is Soulfly. They are the Rock Wars winner this week. And uh, if you have a guy with no eyes in the car or you're in a lobby right now, and <laughs> it's about to happen. The awkwardness is about to happen. If your blind friend is with you. It's just, yeah, the, the repeating of I yeah. a million times. Just There's no way around it. Reminding them what they're missing. I think with your guys' songs, you had good choices, but you, you can get around the uh, the I conversation with your song. <laughs> yeah. John's pretty yeah. blatant. Yeah, uh, mine's just all Yours about. is blatant. Yours is just blatant. Yeah, blind. You don't yeah. really, uh, the blind know, doesn't come out not, as much as right. I for an eye. Yeah, I for an eye is definitely. Screaming? No, I for an eye is big, because you're actually plucking the eyes out of this song. Uh, Eyes are being plucked, yeah. Toledo.
Please. Are you loaded? Uh, it's downloading right now. Oh, right. It says uh, 12 more seconds. I don't know how many Iowa's people there are, but they, they need a movement or a march. That would be fun to watch. <laughs> wow. See their signs. We have rights to. A bunch of sticks in the road. Their signs would all be just little dots. Whenever uh, I, I hear like conversation about Iowa's people, I think of Krull. Remember Krull? Holy cow, I forgot about Krull. Wow. The old man yeah. in the swamp yeah. with the, the eyes. Little thing he threw. Kung <laughs> yeah, the Krull thing. Kung Fu. He had eyes, didn't he? Just had, he had the, these two white, white eyes. Yeah. Things, We're not yeah. talking about those. That guy can be cured. Once you lose your eyes, you're done. He just had hollow. They were just the holes. old man. That's yeah, right. I forgot about Krull. Have you just recently seen Krull? And he melted in the swamp. Yeah, I saw it a, <laughs> I was just about a month say, ago. You have to, you don't, <laughs> two nobody ago. just recalls Krull without a you know, refreshing. Well, it didn't roll the. No. You know, when I was a kid, it ruled. Is it no good now? I haven't <laughs> no. seen Krull since I was a kid either. The Krull first, sucks. The first omen, I think she had him pe- pecked out. And got plowed by a semi. Oh yeah! Oh, that's right. Raven. That's a pretty good one. But at least you die after. See, that's what they teach you in Hollywood. Once you lose your eyes, you should just end it. You should just die. Because there's no point. You're not going to see the trees of green. Beautiful, Are you uplifting message we've given. To I, I agree. If you have no eyes, what's the point? Right. We're going to heavy this up for a second. Yep. There you go. It's going to get good. It's uh, Soulfly. Eye for an eye. Ready? Play. Is it playing? Yes. Oh, good. Here we go. It's 98 KP. Congratulations, Eric. Winner of Rock Wars. Bad idea. That'll wake you up. Yeah, bad idea. Bad idea to play that for the eyeless guy because he's going to snap. <laughs> he's <laughs> he's going to kill eye. you. He's going to pluck your eyes out, and then he's going to go on an eyeball rampage. He will be wearing your eyeballs, crooked as can be, in his old sockets. You think you're messing with him. You son of a bitch. Yeah, you think you're playing around with him, but you've just pissed him off. <laughs> Send him over the deep end. What he's does he have, have to lose? eye necklace on. It's all fun and games until someone loses. Oh, I see you've already had the fun and games. Twice. Eyeless people. Would you rather be burned and have, like, the crusty skin or have no eyes? Ooh, man. Crusty skin. Constant pain. Constant pain yeah, depends the on crusty, how bad. The crusty skin is constant pain. Let's just say third degree burns over like and your 90. junk's burned off? Everything. Not burned off, but it's it's burned. Unusable? You're burned feet to neck. Is it usable or not usable? My junk. Uh, you can use it, but it's just it's, it can be very uh, tender. Mm. Or no eyes. Define tender. <laughs> yeah. Some of that I can get through. I'm going no eyes. <laughs> I'm going no eyes. Going no eyes? You know yeah. when you... Uh, you I know when you eye because uh, the other senses increase, so... Yeah, but you're in constant darkness. You're never going to get laid. Here's the thing about tender. You know when you put a hot dog on the grill too long and you get that odd black casing? Right. You have that, only it never goes away. You can't crust it off. You can't brush it off. So it's that tender kind of crunchy skin. So you you think you'll get more tail being that way? No, I don't think you're getting tail either way. I think that's out. So thinking of it in that direction. I disagree on the blind thing. You get tail with no eyes? Oh, yeah. Never. Val Kilmer, man. He scores. (laughs) See? No. He had eyes, though. The movie. What movie is that? The Saint? I think it was. No, no the one where he went blind. And but he was just Marissa blind. Tomei you're confusing it? blind for eyeless. Yeah, no People eyes. Your no eyes is different than blind. I'd, I'd tat him up. I'd tat to sock it up. <laughs> you can't. I asked. I actually asked the guy who I knew had no eyes. I said, can you put something in there? Nope. He gets infected. You get glass eyes. Sure. You can get glass eyes, true. But, that's but just, two glass eyes aren't really helping. Now you look like a stuffed animal. <laughs> just wear glasses. Everywhere, I would be burned. God, it's a tough one. I think I'd go with the eyes. 
Well, pluck my eyes and keep my body. I guess maybe constant pain, like the rest of my life. But where you go, but at least you can see. Of uh, burning, also, you're not going to have flexibility. Everything tightens up. Yep. Son of a bitch. This this is hard. I just shoot myself. This is like Spinatos versus Casanova Brothers. (laughs) There's no decision that can be made here. It's like being burned alive and living, plucking your eyes out. It's like that lady, that lady that the chimpanzee ripped her face apart and took both her eyeballs out. She sits there with those sockets. It's 943. she go back into the ring again? Well, yeah, it was her now, fault. Now she'd go back in the ring again. She's got nothing to lose. She wants the monkey to finish the job. Uh, it's 943. The entertainment drill's coming up. There you go. Eye for an eye. Good job. It's Soulfly. Eric's the big winner this week. 98KUPD. There you go. It's a Drowning Pool. Feel like I do. We're going to talk to the boys from Drowning Pool tomorrow uh, because they got the new record out this week and they want to tell you about it. Personal like. Uh, before we get to the entertainment drill, I am getting a lot of emails saying that the AZ Central poll, which I refuse to talk about. You just did. I'll do it. I'll talk about it now, but I just want people to know because they're like, why aren't you guys on? The reason why is because they want people to go to their website. That's the whole reason. So they're trying to get free advertising. So they say they put these polls together to say, what's the best morning show in the city? And then they try to get the morning shows to all talk about it. So I say, go vote for Ben and Matt if you're going to do it. Because currently, one of the employees of the paper is winning, and he doesn't even have a radio show. Which is hilarious. Yeah, but he's a legend. Hey, I'd do the same thing. i give him credit for that. I would win my own I'm Unemployed radio show contest. Heck yeah. Yeah. I went on, and I didn't have a job, and I was on the newspaper, and I said, I'm going to do a poll of what the best radio show in the city is, and I'm going to win it. Hey, that's great. Good for you. But well, I say Ben and Matt. John Gay and Bitch are complaining now, and so no, now no. they've taken the lead in their little poll. Oh, they're winning? Oh, yeah. Well, good for them. They're legendary. Anyway. Don't let them win. I'd rather let Pratt win or Here's how it Ben and Matt or somebody. I would, rather have, I would rather have the people that got him fired in the first place win. There you uh, go. Ben and Matt. Because that's fun. They can win, too. Give them something. Give them something. They're gay. A little bit. That doesn't mean we have to hate Harris. I don't hate gays. Just those two gays. They're gay. (laughs) They're happy gay. (laughs) They're happy gay. You hate how happy they are. Yeah. They're too chipper for you. Yeah, I'm with you on that. I say vote for someone else. But it's very funny because we don't want to play that game. We've been in that before. They took our charity money away last time we did it. We won it, and they gave us half. We split it. Well, they gave us half because they wanted someone else to win, and we got a hacker to break in and give us a ton of votes. So the people they wanted to win also got a hacker and got a ton of votes, and they said, well, you cheated, so you get half. Well, they cheated too. I know, but we wanted them to win, so they get half too, so we don't play their game. I don't think this one's for any money. Maybe we need to get a hacker in there and just screw everything up, vote for yeah. everybody. Vote for Bruce Kelly. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Is he in last place? I don't Pat McMahon. I don't know. And Carlo's on there. Carlo's on there? (laughs) He's not even around either. fired, too. Well, anyway, what are you going to do? Brady, it's time for you now to entertain the crap out of me. Brady, I need a Brett Michaels update as well. Entertain me. His condition has been upgraded. Good. Critical but stable. And you just told me, off there, he's right down the road. He is. He's at the uh, St. Joseph Hospital. I had no idea. I know a girl that works there. Do you really? Yeah, maybe I should. Give her a call. See if we can get Brett on the line. <laughs> Not really up for it right now. I think she could sneak in. And, uh, I don't think that'd be good. Brett, will you uh, get out of bed and continue to rock my world? The May 5th issue of People Magazine 
said there, uh, a celebrity publicist said a guy named Howard Bragman, well, that's his name, is there's going to be an outing. A big celebrity is coming out of the closet. A super gay celebrity is about to come out? Yep. And we don't know this person's gay? Nope. This is going to be a surprise outing. This guy, uh, Bragman, oh has God. already helped um, several clients. Meredith Baxter, Amanda Bierce. Is it a woman or a man? And the guy from uh, NFL, defensive lineman, Isero Tuwala. Yeah. Hmm. The world. Doesn't say. Al Pacino has never been married. He's also the uh, PR guy for Chaz Bono. Pacino's been banging Beverly D'Angelo for years. That's now. true. Doesn't mean he's not gay, but if he was going to do that, he'd... Anderson Cooper. Yeah, that's Ellen the one Page. I'm That's the one I got to go with. I thought he was out already. Kevin Spacey. Did you say Ellen Page is a lesbian? Rumor. She's got a little lesbian vibe to her. You know, the other one is the girl from Heroes. Queen Latifah. That could be. Hayden Panettiere just cut off all her hair, too. She's just gone through a phase. I don't know. Come it's on. pretty uh, It's pretty lesbian. Don't ruin the dream. Just saying. Yeah, she's kind of hot. Yeah, she is hot. I'm not even going to be a lesbian. You can be a lesbian and be hot, but we're going to lose her. <laughs> Trust me, after this haircut, you're going to lose her. She's going to be pulled over to the dark side. Damn it. Latifah has a movie coming out May 14th. I don't doubt Latifah. Is that the one with Common as the basketball just player? Just right. Hilarious. The previews, Latifah's taller than Common, who's supposed to be like an NBA all-star. <laughs> I wonder who it'll be. I'm getting my Ellen Page is solid, and that Hayden Panettiere. What was the other one we were mentioning? Kevin Spacey. No. Oh, Anderson uh, Sugar Tits over there on CNN. Yeah, yeah he's he's probably Coopy. Yeah, Coops. Jason think. Alexander hit a kid on a bike. Hit a 14 year old kid on a bike, Wilshire Boulevard, yesterday in Los Angeles. The boy was on his way to school, suffered minor injuries, was taken to a nearby hospital. Um, Jason, his rep said he acted responsibly, stayed at the scene until the police and the ambulance arrived, he exchanged information, Wow! and continued to argue with the boy. It's the moops! <laughs> he went George Costanza on him. He gave him a lifetime supply of uh, Jenny. Here's the entertainment story of the day. Pam Greer. Jackie Brown. Jackie Brown. Also, Foxy Brown, Ooh. Coffee, Black Mama, White Mama, Scream, Blackula, Scream. Oh, she was in Blackula. I didn't know that was her. She's come out with a book called Foxy, My Life in Three Acts. And one of the stories in the book is about Richard Pryor because she dated Richard Pryor for a while. Uh-oh. Didn't know this. Uh-oh. She had to break up with him because he was causing dangerous buildup of cocaine residue. In her baby canal. <laughs> she snorting out of her egg hole, Brady. Huh? Reverse. She went to the doctor. She says, I want to tell you about an epidemic that's prevalent in Beverly Hills right now. At the time when she went to the doctor, said there's a buildup of cocaine residue around your cervix and vagina. Oh, my God. Are you doing drugs? She told him I was not. She asked if her partner was putting cocaine on his crank and to help sustain the erection. She said she wasn't aware of such a thing, but that's a possibility. You know, I'm dating Richard Pryor. <laughs> then it's happening. He's putting on his skin directly. The uh, It's worse because the Coke is in his uh, baby batter. There's just Coke all wow. through you, Pam Greer. Why he asked that? The doctor? She was pregnant. No, asked if Pam was 
her mouth went numb when she was orally pleasing Richard. Her answer? Absolutely. You know, it was. Wow. So you just sprinkle a little Coke on there, and that thing is, uh, bam, smashing, smashing through walls. Yes, Sam. Pow. <laughs> Hulk smash. <laughs> Use him. Like a Viagra. It's only. the original Viagra. Yeah, I was going to say. It's a little scarier, but still. Is it? Just push that down the urethra. You're good. So it builds oh. up. like So she didn't even clean it off? Like a bath didn't take care of this? Well, it, you know. How would you know the numbing up? sensation? Yeah, no, I'm I guess talking it about like up, it yeah. builds up. So you, just, you can't go in there and like, you know, hose the area. It's just getting pushed up. Of course, I had that one friend of mine who uh, used to use food with his girlfriend a lot, and she ended up with a horrible infection because it was uh, getting in there too far and couldn't come out. Bananas, I believe, was. You know, the only question I have are are you going to tell Foxy Brown that she's a liar? Go ahead. (laughs) Dare you. She'll be digging your grave, sucker. (laughs) Thanks, Brady. Conan O'Brien's going to break his silence on 60 Minutes. Nice. It'll air um, this Sunday. He'll talk about the late night mess. Is he allowed to talk about that yet? As far as well, I guess he can. He's not just not supposed to do a show, right? deal barred him from hosting a new show before September and appearing oh. on TV altogether until May first. Oh, so he's allowed uh, to come out next yep. week. Okay. Saturday's May first. Good. Wow. The Ozzy Osbourne movie is happening. <laughs> Sharon made the big announcement. There's no cast yet. Wonder who'll play Ozzy. Robert Pattinson. Johnny Depp. No, they'll have to go young. To make yeah, it depends on how. Thank you. Fernanda, a note that uh, does not say Queen Latifah. Oh my! But it's very close. And a feminine noise has been put in the place of Latifa. What the hell are you talking about? Rob Random Flannick, note. Rob Flanick, for no reason at all, just came in with a note that said... Exactly. <laughs> is he, is he th- three? <laughs> exactly. Yep. You can't say that on the air? No. Nope. Why? You, just, you can't. It's not one of the words. It's not one of the words, but it is one of the words. It's a natural thing. They can say a doctor. What if Doctor Drew says it? He wouldn't. He does. He call it They've fem- talked he about call it, it on that feminine show. flatulence. They yeah. have talked After about 10 it o'clock, on Love Line between uh, ten o'clock and six a.m. Well, that is stupid. Isn't that the stupidest thing ever? Well, then go ahead, Eric. No, don't oh, say that. No, you'll be done. Do it, Eric. Yeah. Quick, qu- Queen Latifah. <laughs> we'll just call it a Queen Latifah from now on. Come on. So I'm with this girl, and she totally Latifahs. <laughs> That is stupid. I mean, she sounds like a Suzuki 250. Just Latifah <laughs> after Latifah. You can say Latifa. fart on the radio. I know. That's okay. This it's one, the same thing. No, it's not, because yeah. it is a lot grosser. I mean, personally. It's coming out the other side. Exactly. We know what it is, Eric. You don't have to explain <laughs> it to us. I'm just saying. It's a flaw. I'm with it. Hey, look. I'm, I'm going to call the FCC. Go ahead. <laughs> I want to say something tomorrow. <laughs> My girlfriend has multiple Latifahs. <laughs> It's a problem. You know, it you is. It can be a problem. If Actually, we all talk about it. It'd be all right. I'm not going to name names here, but I know a uh, media power couple in this town. At one point, each of them had their own radio programs, and uh, one was pounding the other, and he said it was an issue. 
her Latifas. Really? Maybe yeah. a power couple. Yeah. He said it was literally those? it was literally like it sounded like he was starting to like he was firing up an Evinrude in the back of a boat. A local media power couple. Local media Ooh. power couple. I know. Taco fluffies. Thank you for that, Brady. Making it cute for the kids. <laughs> it's a new treat. It's a Latifa. Kids around the valley sing fluffies now. <laughs> Taco fluffies. Taco they have no idea what we're talking <laughs> about. They have no idea. No. They will someday. You're welcome, parents. Be prepared. What's a taco fluffy? Well, that's when your mother's had to... Oh, my God. How did you learn about that? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, the taco fluffy. Native New Yorker tonight. Eric, uh, his nickname in high school is taco fluffy. Uh, <laughs> Elliot and Val Vista at Gilbert. That's where you're going today. And uh, you can get yourself into the Battle of the Bone 3 Wing Eating Contest. You get uh, $15,000 worth of prizes. Harley Davidson's on the line. You got all sorts of stuff. Diamondback season tickets. Tons of things if you can pile bones in your mouth. Easy enough. And then tonight you can win uh, your first chance to crack into those Rockstar Energy Mayhem tours. It's got uh, Corn, Zombie, Lamb of God, Five Finger Death Punch, Hate Breed, Chimera, Shadows Fall, and more. That's coming up at uh, Cr- Cricket Pavilion on July 16th. Tonight! Try to get those tickets and more importantly, try to suck those bones. 6.15 till 7.45. You can still register online or at the battleofthebone3.com. Right? Yeah, battleofthebone3.com or just come on down. You can uh, register down there at the event. Easy enough. And get over there. And also, we got our MILF contest coming up in uh, one week and two days. And uh, the MILF contest is, of course, sp- sponsored by our friends at Fascinations. They got a whole bunch of stores. I just noticed another new one over in Scottsdale. They got three in Scottsdale. Three Scottsdale locations are new. And uh, you get, ooh, buy two, get one free on all DVDs and Blu ray titles. Ooh, stock up. Did I, what? Buy two, get one free at Fascinations. Uh, visit funlove.com for specials and discounts at Fascinations. And uh, what do you win, ladies, if you're a MILF, if you're the MILF champion next Friday? You're sitting there thinking, well, what am I going to put myself through? You're going to go through quite a bit. But what's the payoff? Well, the Tell payoff, us, five days and four nights, all inclusive at the notorious and world-famous clothing optional Hedonism 2 Resort in Negril Beach, Jamaica. Considered by many to be one of the world's premier warm water vacation destinations, a real-life Garden of Eden. A trip courtesy of a Dream Pleasure Tours, Dream Pleasure Vacations are designed to entice the senses and s- stimulate our customers' deepest desires. We specialize in adult-only clothing, optional resort vacations for sexually open-minded and fun-loving people. What does that mean? Are there a lot of options in that yeah. realm? Sexually open-minded fun-loving what if you're a sexually open-minded dick? Doesn't matter. <laughs> what if you're sexually what you... open-minded and not fun-loving at all? You're oh. a real negative, Ned. Who cares? You're humping. <laughs> I'll do anything you want. <laughs> just pissed off about Obamacare. Are there big orgies down there? I guess you're just oh, walk, yeah. you're walking the beach and you're open-minded. You ever tried a conch show? It's not the world. That's pretty that open-minded. open-minded. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So Where exactly do so you put that? When you say open-minded, Brad, hey, you how mean... how about that horseshoe crab? Bring it on! Everything's a go for you. Uh, wow, this prize yeah. is worth a, a couple thousand bucks, 2500 bucks. So thanks to our friends at uh, Fascinations and Dream Pleasure Tours. For sexually open-minded and fun-loving people. Dream Pleasure too. John Gordon's sexually open-minded, fun-loving. Sizzler. Don't cross him, though. Because he'll cut you from your nuts to your gullet like a two-pound trout. Uh, that's it. Let's get the hell John out of here. Gordon, bitch. I'm John Gordon, man. How many times you taking a trip back to the all-you-can-eat, bitch? <laughs>
I don't want you all bloated when I'm riding that wave. <laughs> I'll dig your grave, sucker. <laughs> you Latifah once on me. I swear to God I'll end you. I like the smell of deep fried shrimp that's been sitting in a bucket for a couple hours and an all you can eat coming off your breath. <laughs> oh. uh, it's 10 away. That'll do it. Let's get the hell out of here. Larry McFeely, as puppeted by the great John Gordon, coming up in just moments. You guys have yourselves one hell of a day. We'll see you tomorrow on the Morning Sickness. Bye! Well, your homework on the go. Download the iPhone and BlackBerry apps now through the App Store or at 98kupd.com.